Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with a lot This is what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. Of course, uh, that is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, September 13th, 2017. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And um, let's see here. In a little bit, I hope, I assume, I imagine, joining us will be uh, my good friend and co-host, Cameron Hawkins. So, when Cam uh, jumps on the line, we'll talk to him. But uh, in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinence. We certainly have uh, a decent amount of topics and some, you know, Hot topics at that. Some topics that are really worth uh, delving into a little bit. <clears throat> Let's, uh, again, go ahead and give out those pertinence. If you want to, <clears throat> damn it, if you want to call in and talk to uh, Cam and myself, you got to hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347 202 Once again, that's 347 202 if you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the uh, during the week, anytime during the show. Uh, the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. And we can go ahead and get all that spam out of there. So yeah, so we've got one. Not sure VIP or non VIP, but I'll just to be safe. We'll. We'll get to it in the live portion. It's a, it's a, it's a good topic that I certainly wanted to bring up, and uh, from John, from I forget, but we'll get to him and his topics, or his his topic later. Uh, but again, it's uh, the email. It's uh, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. And, of course, you can always get at us on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter at EastCoastCast, twitter.com slash EastCoastCast. And you can find my personal Twitter uh, at TravLord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E-Hawk. So, yeah, so, yeah, so we've got some decent... uh, Conversation going on over on the uh, East Coast Cast Twitter. Uh, it's surrounded uh, mostly in the last half day by uh, the poll that's been up. So uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, again, at East Coast Cast, at Trav Lord, and at Seahawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, you can find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. Go uh, check us out on Facebook. Give us a like. Tag your buddies in the page when you tag it on, you know, put it on your wall and that kind of thing. 
your timeline. Uh, you can find us at PW Torch, or I'm sorry, Facebook.com slash PW Torch. East Coast Cast, right? I didn't click on the thing. I should know this all by heart, and I do, but yeah, yeah, that's it. Facebook.com slash PW Torch, East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch, and you'll see uh, you'll see the logo, and uh, yeah, go like the page. Hook us up. Just a click. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, check us out on Facebook. And yeah, let's. Uh, I assume Cam has jumped in by now. There he is. Cameron. Oops. Sorry, two hundred two. I don't know who that is. Maybe Willis. There's Cam. Yo. Yo. What is going on? Not much, man. How's, how's, it, how's everything? Things are well. Things are busy, but things are well. Okay, good. Um, uh, yeah, so everything's good. You're straight. You're in a good spot for recording. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. That's, that's what I'm worried about. So, okay, good. Um, so yeah, we uh, walk my dog next to this random generator. Like, yes, I'm at a perfect spot. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I mean that's how things work in life. Yeah. Um, uh, we got a, a decent amount of t- to talk about, and as I said in the uh, the intro, there uh, a few things that are like pretty hot, like you know, bam, bam, bam. You know, you should have known well, because you know football is here and they're going to. Try to get you in, hook you in with a lot of a lot of cool stuff, and they certainly did. And and not by chance, the May Young Finals. Of course, it's all like, hey, let's make this week the big, you know, the big week we can hype. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know what what to what what's the lead. Uh, what yeah. would be when we were um the headline? What's the num- yeah? What's the number one story uh, yeah, of the last seven um, days? It really took me until, um, and this doesn't happen too much, at least for this reason, but it took me until today to come up with a poll because we had, uh, you know, Monday night we had, you know, shoot week in America. And so that happened. Um, Tuesday, you already have a week in advance. You have a Tuesday SmackDown where three title matches are announced and Vince McMahon is going to be on the show. Okay. Right. And like you said, immediately and, after that. And that's that, extra because had, SmackDown doesn't get that kind of treatment. Exactly. And then after that, you know, same night, you have the finals of the, uh, the May Young class. Um, for for the headline, um, if you if you want to talk about the poll first, that's not going to be the headline because I don't think it was the most significant thing as far as all of WWE is concerned. But, um, you know, I think and we'll spend the – you might as well put it out there. I think we'll spend the majority of – of our time talking about it, um, definitely got to talk about Vince McMahon and Kevin Owens because I think, you know, that's the most significant portion in that. Like you said, you know, Vince McMahon is not regularly on SmackDown. Um, it was really a boon for Kevin Owens, who is not, you know, WWE champion, but, you know, has been getting probably, you know, outside of AJ, has been getting the most uh, the most airtime because of who he's shooting with currently. So we'll talk about that, but um, I, I do want to jump into the poll just because um, – it ended up being 
a lot closer than than I thought it would, and, and kind of the results you know were interesting. Um, it was it was pretty simple. You know, which of the three major uh, tournaments on the WWE Network um, you know was your favorite? Uh, yeah. Which call it? Uh, the May Young Classic, which just finished, uh, finished with uh, with twenty one percent of the vote. Um, and I think it's interesting because I feel like if we waited another week or two, it probably would have gotten literally, you know, not twenty four hours done. It's the freshest thing in people's minds. Um, they got twenty one percent of the vote. The one that I and that for, was after a late surge of voters uh, because yeah, it was it looking up from like pretty bad for the May Young tournament. Most yeah. of the day. Yeah. Um, and so I voted for the uh, the UK tournament, and I've, I've talked at length. We'll probably get into it again in a while. I thought that was so good. I, and the only reason I voted is because with about 10 minutes left in the poll, the winner, the Cruiserweight Classic, was at 40%. Which I voted for. Right. And the uh, the UK tournament was at 39 I was like, I typically don't vote in these things, but I want my thing to win. So I vote, and it doesn't change the percentage. And then 10 minutes later, like 15 more people vote, and it's like trailing by 3%, so it didn't even matter. I was like, God damn it. But um, Yeah, so those but were yeah, basically um, even, 41-38. And then, uh, yeah, Mae Young picked up uh, the rest with 21. So I right. thought it, it ended a lot close, all of them, because the Cruiserweight was, I thought, winning by dominating this thing early, like mm-hmm. by far. And May Young was just pulling up, you know, getting by on fumes, and then again that, that late surge kind of tightened things up for ev- like all around. Like everybody got a, yeah. got some, eh, except the cruiserweight. They had they were already involved. So yeah, it was just yeah, interesting. Uh, some of the um, some of the takeaways of it, I think um, our man D Palm really gave me insight as to why people chose the cruiserweight. Um, you know, a big thing about it was I got to see Kota Ibushi in Zack Sabre Jr. And where else am I going to get to see that? And I was like, and that's just a microcosm of, you know, they had names in that tournament. You know what I mean? Like world-renowned names. And it was the first. Guys that are all over the country. Yeah. Um, I I thought it's also the way it was presented as far as the actual scene of it, um, I thought was looked really good. Um, There's, you know, interaction with, like this is what the Triple H uh was it the Triple H said Alexander, you know, interaction. Yeah. Like there are there were just really good things about it. Um you know, it and it was it's that whole, you know, Papa Triple H thing. Um was it was a big part about it because it seemed like his brainchild and it was such a counter to what WWE was presenting at the time as far as the in ring stuff. Um as far as these long, drawn-out matches that feel like sports, not fights. Like, it was, uh, it was, just, it was just really, like, counter-programming to what you were seeing. And, and like you said, it was the first one. Like, you felt special being a part of it. Um, and let's not pretend like it wasn't really good, too. Like, there's also that. It was really, really good. Um, yeah. To me, my biggest drawback from watching it was because of, and, and you know, I, I'm not uh, – a rich fan or a uh, or a Sean Radican in that I can't name every guy that I'm seeing, but when it starts, I have guys telling me from the jump like, "Oh, this guy's not going to win because he's not under contract," and and so it kind of takes away from what you're seeing a little bit, knowing certain aspects of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was still really good. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you can dodge those things if you choose. But, um, yeah, and then, you know, the um, – I think we talked about it, that semifinal between uh, – was it – who was the semifinal? Was it Ibushi and uh, – and, uh, TJP? Yeah, Ibushi and TJP. Was it TJP that kicked out the uh, powerbomb? Yeah. I think I think we said that that was um uh you know and on the other it was side still, it was still a candidate for uh for match of the year because that was still that was still 2017 right that was early no 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 that was this time last year it was literally it was last right. year no, and we I think we called it last year one of the finalists for our, for our matches of the year that semifinal match but yeah just and then Kendrick was just on fire and his style was so different than it had been when he was. You know his first go round in WWE, just just good. It was really good. I'm I'm for one. I'm preferable to the UK tournament because as we talked about, that was like my uh, that's like my Def Jam Vendetta, small, dirty, dusty arena guys like really wrestling like that that European strong style. Um, and I just thought Pete Dunne was such a personality. Um, I really enjoyed watching Wolfgang. You know, I thought Tyler Bate, and I still do think, like, like this is like a 19, 20-year-old kid who's not the biggest guy, but he's, you know, strong as a damn horse um, and, and, and wrestled like it. And I just thought that was such a good show. And, you know, somebody like me who likes these things kind of brief, like that was, what, a two-day tournament as opposed to being stretched out? Like it was just there were, there were things about how it was presented that were preferable to my viewing taste. I thought that was really good. Right. I think people I'm, kind of – I'm sitting on the opposite, opposite end of that yeah. spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And, and want – yeah, and want something more more long and drawn out, um, anyways, which I get. I think um, – yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why those things were so close. I think people kind of either view things the way I do or you do as far as I like the time. And, um, yeah, I think that because the styles were different in ring – you know, the, the European guys, even if they're not weight-wise a whole lot bigger, their builds were different in that they were a bit shorter, a bit stockier, you know, as opposed to having a quote-unquote swimmer look. And so it was more, um, yeah, it was just, to me, it was more intense action. And by intense, I just mean, you know, it's more of an on-the-ground, you know, mat-based style. Like, I, I said Pete Dunne, uh, Tyler Bate match. Just, you know, that's great. Yeah. Um, and then you know the women's tournament, I um, it's they're doing something. They were doing something different with that. Like we acknowledged from the jump, like uh, we either have it seemed like we either had some longtime veterans or some really fresh acts, you know. And you kind of saw with the matchups, they weren't necessarily names unless you follow very closely that you necessarily anticipate in the matchup, and you could see some holes in, in things that people did, which isn't to say it wasn't good, but it was just a different level of experience than the uh, the UK tournament where you have guys wrestling. They're 20 years old. They've been wrestling since they were eight. And then you have these, you know, world-traveling match of the year contestants all through the Cruiserweight Classic. So, you know, it was, it was, a, it was different. Um, I think we all, from the jump, um, and I don't think we did this for anything else, we knew, uh, you know, Kyrie Sane was going to be in the finals even if we didn't know, like we knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, and then, you know, wondering who she's going to go against. I think as time went on, people realized that Shayna Baszler was going to be that, uh, right. was going to be the other one. Now, right. I think, and not even necessarily know, were, how um, she won, which was dominant, but mm-hmm. the fact that they were doing the storyline, 
Yeah, that's of the WWE.com promos with the horsewomen and, yeah. So Right, like, okay, this is definitely going to be a WrestleMania thing, so get used to it. But, yeah, the, I think the opposite side of it was where you know the Cruiserweight Classic is giving you it. All of a sudden, their price went up on the indies. And, you know, for, for, to a point, the same thing with the, uh, with the UK tournament. The thing about this was you were seeing a lot of talents that, you know, you hoped eventually would, and this is the Mae Young Classic, it would eventually get to WWE, or you're like, okay. And it's like you've been saying about Shayna Baszler, like, I'm not Shayna Baszler, I'm sorry, it's like you were saying about uh, Bianca Belair. You're like, yo, in time, like, she's going to be there, but you know what system she's going to come up in. So, you know, sort of the talent that you see that's on the rise. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's for being of less experience um, and definitely uh, less notoriety, um, I think in that poll, the uh, Mae Young Classic still made a very good showing. Um, and, yeah, I mean, before, again, we can talk about the uh, – I'm sure the Vince stuff is going to be big and probably to a lesser extent the uh, Roman and Cena and the Miz uh, Enzo stuff. But what did you think of the final? I, I thought it was probably – if I had to, you know, like oh, like in the middle, up or down, like it definitely was like thumbs up. But I think it was mm. underwhelming as far as a wrestling match goes. Um, I, I think some of that had to do with just the just the pure matchup, style, the style of the two, mm. uh, Kyrie and, and, and Shayna. So um, I, I think going in is one of those things where it's like uh, going in. I should have seen this coming. Like they made they absolutely made. Uh, Made up for that, but there, but it was still it was still there. And Shane is not the best seller. Um, I think that's just her natural fighting combat background. Where and you addressed that last not, week too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's just not trained, not trained to look vulnerable, and she's literally mm-hmm. like just standing there looking at Kyrie, saying that she's teeing off on her, and then, and then that spear. I know that's more like that was the point. Like to no sell the spear the first time, or maybe even the first two times, um, but it just looked like, yeah, she's just bouncing off of her. And Shane is not even big; it's just that Kyrie Sane's just so little. It's just she's tiny. tiny, yeah. A times. Yeah, throughout the tournament. And you know, so, has, her build is different. Like she's she's got a muscular build that isn't, you know. I'm not Nia Jax, but I'm also not Charlotte. Like, I'm bigger than that. Like, she has – and it's just not something you see a whole lot. Like, she's, she's muscular, but not, like, towering over anybody who doesn't like video game characters. Because of how yep. her body is tra- – how she's trained her body the last decade. Yep. Or, you know, that she's probably been fighting. So, <laughs> I mean, all that – Do I mean, you know how a boxer's face, you know, looks all smashed in? At, at the yep. end of his career, not like a Floyd who's like sits and that's his thing, not to get hit. But Bernard Hopkins and just loose boxers, especially the old. No, I told you. Like, well, uh, when you when do I'm a thing over and over, your body like responds to it. Maybe not in that obvious, blatant of a you know facial recognition kind of way, but yeah, she trains her body a certain way, rolling on the thing, stretching, doing that shapes. Your body, you know, Mr. Fitness Guy, you know, you probably have more of an understanding of that than I do. 
Uh, now, first when I was in Vegas, um, I'm talking to the guy who's like, yeah, there's a guy who's handling our bags, like, to, because uh, we already checked out the hotel, and there was a storage stop for him. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, hey, do you fight? And he's like, yeah, how do you know? And I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I just noticed your ears. Right, and track girls. Like super cauliflower. Yeah, like in just, high school, you knew the girls that ran track and the ones that played volleyball, yeah. especially like in college and stuff, yeah. because of how they're, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, finals were good. The, the whole. The, the three tournaments I go, uh, Cruiserweight, Women's, uh, May Young, then the U.K. tournament, um, I, I didn't like the format of the women's one. It got the worst of both worlds. Like, I wanted a, long, a 10-week tournament like we got with the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, but at least, well, with the U.K. thing, it was all live, both nights live. Mm-hmm. So they didn't do either of those with the women. They got them. Yep. They they dumped them and they pre-taped them a month ahead of time, so it was like you don't get the live aspect. Like oh okay, at least it was just a short weekend tournament, Sunday, Friday and Saturday or Saturday Sunday whatever it was. That's cool, but it's live. Look at that. It's in England. It's three in the afternoon and everything here. But this is right neat. Uh, no, you. I stayed away. I didn't know, but I stayed. You know, stayed away from spoilers as far as um, you know who's going to win individual matches, but it's just, it's something mm-hmm. about it, you know, knowing that the thing's in the can and nothing went wrong. I mean, it's not to be morbid, like, well, everybody got through their match. <laughs> it's just, it's just different to not be live. So they didn't, for me, my personal taste, it didn't give me either of the things that I would have liked. Um, <laughs> but the UK tournament, I just don't like, I'm just not a fan of that style. It's like, it's okay. And when it's, when it's, really good it's like i can certainly appreciate that but just your running a mill you know progress show or you know i don't know and i don't, I don't want to sound down on this stuff because i don't give it enough i i don't think i've watched one progress show so i can't even really talk um but it's just not my my style i like american you know blended style however you want to call it you know you want to work that stuff into it American catches catch can WWE hit the rope style. Fine, great, totally. Matter of fact, yes, make that bullshit spicy. You know, flavor it up. That's what America's all about. But I don't want just some pure strong style. Just like I wouldn't want you know European strong style. Just like I wouldn't want. I don't particularly go for this pure Japanese stuff. Strong style, especially. Like the art is not to like punch a guy in the face. Like the, it's to make it look like yeah. you got punched in the face and it hurt real bad, not to just kick him in the head. Like, <laughs> I go, okay, sure, great. <laughs> you and your you and your love of the Japanese strong style. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow, Shinsuke need a guy in the Medulla album gladder. Great, should have Great for his Medulla album gladder. Got to got to take a step back next time. Listen that impact. Uh, so no, um, but I, I yeah, I, I would say uh, I, I go European uh, cruiserweight and then and then May Young. Um, yeah. You know, for the reasons you said, like that's a style that I like. Um, you know, with the cruiserweight, I still think we got some really really good matches. Um, that's before I would like. But I mean, but, you, but the thing that really separates it for me, like. 
you know, TJP wasn't the guy. And that's, unfortunately, that's played out. Like, think about that uh, that takeover match. Right, and, and for me personally, it just took longer for that to play out. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah he's cool, I like him. And then, mm-hmm. you know, four months later, no, like, yeah. oh, I guess those guys were right. And even, yeah, and <laughs> even know, like, but in the moment, you it say about him, it's me. just like, yeah, he's not he's not prominent at this point, and there's no there's not that push for why he should be like from from anybody. Like you haven't heard anybody who we talk to on this show or who we interact with with these emails or anybody on a different show say, "Man, it's a shame how they're doing TJP." I haven't heard that happen at all. You know, it's just not <laughs> something people are thinking about. Like there's no fan club. Um, and there's no, like, you know, outcry for him to be doing better. Um, but, like, at, at TakeOver Chicago, like, that fantastic match that, that Bate and Dunn put on, you know, it was just a great title match, um, on a, a great match on a great card, um, which is to be commended. You know, they, they, did, they did fantastic. Um, but, you know, I, I think, like you said, Bianca Belair has that, that aura and that glow to where she can really be something. You know, Kyrie Sane has her... NXT title match, so she might already, you know, get shot up there. Um, you know, they there are definitely people coming out of this that you want to see going forward. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, good job all around. Like, I, people who said uh, next thing they're going to do, uh, and it was just speculation, they're just, you know, hoping against hope, like, they're going to do a, a G1-style special. Like, okay, all right, hold your breath if you want to. We'll see. But um, but yeah, I think another another good showing for the network, another unique thing that they can provide, um, and hopefully it puts some put some eyes on the network because uh, yeah, they've they've to me they're three for three with these tournaments now. They like, they really are like it's whatever yeah. criticisms I may have of each of them, like they're still to me a success for what was presented. Uh, Rich on Twitter says Kyrie got a pretty bad concussion in the uh, match, so. Uh, yeah, the timing was off. Uh, I, I assume early, or at least relatively early in the match, if it was to. You know, I, I don't think you mean in the, you mean in the match. I you might mean in the tournament. Did you say match specifically? Well, I was talking about the finals, so I assume he's talking about. But this is he, he sent that while we were talking about the length of the tournament. He sent the four minutes and, and how it wasn't live. So yeah, I read it when he read it. We talk fast. But, yeah, I mean, definitely a possibility. Oh, no, you're right. He says the semifinal when she hit the grade. Yeah, it was it was a bit um, it was a bit earlier, but, yeah, yikes. But that was like a month ago, right? Yeah. But, I mean, again, what he was saying was that's one of the I benefits think. of them spacing it out that way, um, that, yeah. you know, she had mm-hmm. that. But as opposed to the U.K. tournament, like she couldn't have wrestled, you know. Right, right there, back to back. She doesn't remember the match. Wow. Thanks. That's uh, yeah, it was a really, good. really good thing. It was a three-week damn break, yeah. and that's not a great that she's uh, taking those stiff <laughs> strikes from Shayna Baszler. Oh, I mean. You know, coming off a pretty bad concussion, as Rich yeah. uh, characterize it. So, um, shut up, Garrett. 
talking about King of the Ring. We don't talk about no damn King of the Ring. What? Who brought that up? Oh, Jared. No. Oh. That's, a, that's more of a David Lee uh, type <laughs> thing. Oh, David Lee was definitely in on the conversation early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw it earlier. Yeah. Um, Rich says if you go back You can see she was Oh if you go back and I guess after the great spot You can uh, She was off the rest of the match And the ref kept checking on her And also stop hating on the queen of spades Nope (laughs) She ain't shit I tell her mama she ain't shit Yeah Well Whole, whole training squad, the whole camp, whatever they call it, MMA. She ain't shit. As I'm like running away and at a safe distance from those meatheads, still saying it. <laughs> uh, okay, the chat room is open. Uh, by the way, head over there. Nobody's. Yeah, what the hell. Just got the chat room all quiet. So, yeah, so make some friends in the chat room. Uh, let's head to the uh, to the uh, phone lines here. Uh, once again, hit us up, uh, 347-202-0103. And let's start things off with uh, Kylan up in uh, North Jersey. Uh, Kylan, what's going on, man? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Oh, doing all right, man. Yeah, man. It's on your mind. Ah, let's see here. First off, Cam, I would just like to remind you that if you are not a regular listener of of this particular show, you will probably enjoy next week's edition of Wrestling Road Stories because I have personally booked Glacier to appear on next week's show. Yes, yes. I need you to. I need a link. Um, do they have a Twitter? I, I, I do want to hear this. Like, I'm super curious about this. When when does the show happen and where do it happen? And by the Jim Jim Valley is the host of, and that show goes on at five Eastern next Wednesday. Okay. Gotcha. Perfect. Five Eastern. I, I will I will be listening to that. Perfect. Thank you. You're very welcome. My first question for this week concerns Jason Jordan. Have Jason Jordan's last two matches with John Cena and Roman Reigns respectively done anything to re-earn him 
the goodwill of fans after his noticeable lack of fan enthusiasm in the previous five weeks nice since his announcement of being Kurt Angle's biological storyline son. He's got to win, okay? Like, he's – you put on these two really good showings against the two top guys. Um, I think progressively, like, in the last two matches, he's gotten a good reaction. Um, people respond to his moves. He's showing all these – super strong, and that, that always, you know, rubs fans the right way. But here's the thing, though. Unless it's Strowman or Joe, and only Strowman or Joe – he's got to start beating people. Like, if you go that hard with the two top guys and really push them that hard, you got to win. Um, I, I think this has been really interesting, kind of using him as the, uh, not the pawn or anything, but he's really been, I guess, the linchpin the last couple of weeks of of Roman and Cena's, you know, one-upsmanship, and you can do this and I can do this. But he has to... I, again, I, I think it did put him in people's good graces. I think he's on people's radar by not being uh, – because, you know, Kylan, they've killed the uh, the jobber push. They've killed the monster beating the jobber push. Like, I think if Braun was still wrestling three guys, Braun wouldn't be anything. But Braun going out there and chilling Roman Reigns and stalking him for, you know, four or five months is what got him over, not proving he can beat three small guys in a match. So I do think it's been positive for Jason Jordan, but – they can't backtrack from this. Like, he can't lose to The Miz next week by hook or by crook unless they're planning something with him to where he's frustrated about not quite winning and he starts resorting to different tactics. If their goal is to have him be a white meat baby face, he's got to start beating guys next week. Cause I, and I forgot, like, the same thing happened with Balor. They had a really good match. Um, so he's been wrestling really good against these top faces. If the goal is not to push him – or is not to turn him, they really have to go for it um, after this. But, yeah, he definitely built up. Um, Who was the class. third match? Uh, Balor a few weeks back. Remember he tried oh, to shake right, Balor's yeah. hand? Balor was like, nah. <laughs> not doing all that, buddy. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. So, so, totally, everything you said, uh, absolutely. And and to, to add on, um, Shelton Benjamin even – it wasn't like a one, two, three, but he got a win over Triple H, was it? And then the next week it was Michael. Yes, yeah, it was that, uh, hits him with the finger splash and Triple H's back is turned and he gets he got, the count out win. He got two, he got two wins over oh, Triple he got H. the roll up win and the count out win. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So again, even Benjamin, and you know when they were doing, when they were given, I mean, I, I, they weren't the same. It wasn't the same push, but it certainly, uh, you know, especially with with that extra carrot angle st- stuff added on top. But it's, uh, I think, similar enough that it just comes to mind for whatever reason. Like, yeah, no, he, Benjamin got a win. You know, in one of those spectacular performances he put on three in a row with those two guys. 
And he put on some, yeah, Balor and 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 Cena and and Reigns, and Reigns was they were those are three really good matches, and the crowd is definitely not hating him as much. You can't, you know, they're they're certainly, yeah. uh, you know, going in the right direction for sure. And I don't know if it's because they just haven't had him on screen with Kurt or bought it up or 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 not had him. Giving him the mic, I think he. Oh, I, and this is not to be. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just weird to talk about. You know, this level of uh, aesthetic and 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 personal like looks. But I think he needs uh, like a tooth whitening kit. Like he has. Okay. He can't have that type of smile where it's like you're drawn to it because he has a great smile and yeah. great teeth. And then have like this dull kind of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, actual teeth. Like you need that bright wing, you know. It don't got to be exaggerated cartoon, right? But yeah. like just no. Like, the, uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, they could. I feel like, like for right now, just give them a mouthpiece. Just give them a mouthpiece. And and it's funny we're talking about aesthetic <laughs> on this show. Yeah, and just my thing is, um, I personally. I would have the kid grow some facial hair is what I would do. Um, I think he's almost too clean cut right now. You know, like every baby face. But do you think it's not too late for that Cena? kind of, that would, or, or, or do you say, no, it's not too late. It would be too late if you try to do it when he does turn heel. You don't want it to be that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't give him a spot no teeth. Yeah. Don't, don't give him, him yeah, all of a sudden, no teeth. Jordan got a soul uh, yeah. patch. Because it's personality what baby different. face? Yeah, what baby face outside of Matt Hardy and uh, John Cena doesn't have facial hair? Like I think they just about all do, and so I think it stands out in a way where he's a guy you're not having really talk right now. Well, Big Show, but you're still showing him be strong. Big Show now, yeah. But you're showing him be, you know, strong, you know, with the mean streak. I think it kind of, I, I think people read into that. Like they, they think you're selling them something. Um, like you already made him Kurt Angle's kid, you know. Like you're stressing, you know, his his amateur ability. And I think again, like as far as guys I want to watch have matches, he's in the top five on on Raw that I want to see actually. I think they're stretching you know? his amateur abilities. No, 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 stressing, not stretching, stressing. Oh, 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 okay. I think they're, okay, yeah, I yeah. They're, they're playing that up, you know, as far as, as, far yeah, as yeah, wrestling. Absolutely. And, yeah, which is, which is totally fine, but I just think you're you're kind of Contact. telling people he's different, but you're not making him different outside of what happens in the ring. And ultimately, you got to win. So, so, again, like, I think if you go basically uh, damn near time limit draw, with Roman Reigns and John Cena, um, you need to, you know, you got to beat the other guys. Like, everybody's under them. So, whoever they put you out there with, you know, go one-on-one next, if it ain't Strowman or Joe, you need to beat them. I don't disagree. So, uh, Kylan, jump back in. That that was very eloquently said, Cam. Well, thank you. Just asking about black people all the time, and you'd be surprised. I got great points. 
My second question for this week concerns the May Young Classic Finals. Yes. Are either of you surprised that Shayna Baszler did not go over to win the May Young Classic Finals in light of where WWE seems to be headed with a MMA Four Horsewomen versus WWE Wrestling Four Horsewomen angle of some sort. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I was uh, surprised in a in a in a good way because I hate Shayna Baszler. Uh, um, so I, I was like, yay, you know, huzzah. Um, but yeah, for sure, I thought they were going to use that, and that was going to be her calling card when she debuted and when wherever main. I assume she's she would have been straight to the main roster type type act. Uh, especially if they're going to do that, the uh, the uh, four horsewomen versus four horsemen thing at WrestleMania, presumably. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I thought she was going to win, and the, Kairu, they were just you know going to give her a big comeback and some hope spots. But in the end, she was going to. Uh, I thought uh, um, Baser was going to show debut or just break out a different type of submission. But that didn't happen. And the story and how they got there, like with the with the ribs, with the mid, you know, Kyrie just continuously working over a midsection. Like, it made a lot of sense. Like, it didn't, it wasn't like at the end where you're like, oh, this tiny little thing. They had, you know, they went all out of their way to, like, nope, it made a lot of, it made logical sense. And that finisher, god damn, Right, and it's set up perfectly for her finisher, which was her best one of the tournament. It looked the, it was, that was the best elbow she's I've seen her drop, uh, uh, outside of like YouTube clips and shit. If you put a gun to my head, um, prior to the tournament, or at any time during the tournament, I would have said Shane was going to win. Um, I think. If there was any type of, of fluctuation in that idea, it would be, um, you know, Oscar getting hurt. Um, but the way, and this isn't so much WWE, but the way people were presenting it to me, like this was, you know, she's the next star, and you know, we've been talking about Oscar kind of trends, kind of, uh, you know, moving up to the main roster, kind of, uh, you know, being segmented out of. NXT eventually, and to me, she just seemed like the replacement. And I mean, being WWE, you know, they even though they don't look similar, they look similar, and that kind of did play into, um, you know, a reason I thought she was going to win. But no, from the beginning, she was the people or the person I heard people talking about the most. Um, You know, her finisher is, I mean, it, it it sounds hyperbolic to say she has the hottest finisher on the planet right now. But it's kind of true in the fact that, like, I mean, who, who, who better? <laughs> yeah, 
those were the memes out there. Like, it, aesthetically, it's, I, I still think, you know, Marshall Man has the best elbow, but a lot of that has to do with impact. Um, he it's definitely one of the only not have the style she, or technique. It's the, one of the only finishing moves that she could have that looks perfectly legit at her size. Exactly. She can't do it. I mean, exactly. what else can she do besides throw her entire body mm-hmm. into her, you know, into her elbow and come down into your sternum? Yeah. You know what's interesting? Uh, like, think about how many yeah. – we've been watching Cruiserweight matches how long? For about 21 years, give or take. I'm thinking back to, like, 95, sure. 96. Nobody's mm-hmm. ever – no Cruiserweight has ever used an elbow, and you just know they could jump as to the moon, and it would just look so good, but nobody's ever done it. Now, a lot of that had to do with, you know, WCW. You're not using no top rope elbow because Marshall Man's there. He might really beat you up backstage. Like, you you know, you chill out. But I just, Especially I when it's demonstrably better. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, no, it's – um. It's 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 I think it's a it's a beautiful move. Um, like her aesthetically, like her gimmick, like the whole like, cute pirate thing. That's, that's amazing. Um, she's definitely the person I would have said. Now, Travis, one thing we didn't talk about there at the beginning. I think like I'm trying to think of the last time I saw a match where somebody consistently worked the ribs like that. Like to me, that was just so cool watching it. I'm like, okay, like, I I really like this. Um, that was cool. But no, um. Kylan, again, gun to my head, if you made me pick one person, same as the person I would have said was going to yeah. the return. Cool. Um, th- uh, they also, what was I going to say? Um, uh, the ribs, no. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, oh, if you'd have told me, okay, so we didn't know beforehand. It's almost like how they sprung the new Cruiserweight title. Like, you don't just... When the tournament and the trophy, you're now in the cruiserweight champion. Um, mm-hmm. It was like, oh, now you're in this vacant, this this multi woman match for the NXT champion women's championship. If I would have known that, because they did, they announced that after, right? Like I, I found out yeah. on like social media, one of y'all told me or something. Um, so if they would have announced that before the match, like they did the belt when they debuted the cruiserweight belt last year. I might have, before the match, changed my mind because of, again, where things are going, I don't see, I see Shayna Baszler bypassing NXT altogether. Hmm. Right? So she's going to be involved in the main roster storyline and angle and probably, again, presumably at WrestleMania, you know, that's main roster stuff. Like, but the shot at the uh, – so I wouldn't have thought, oh, Shane is going to go and be in that match, and then she, then she has to win the NXT championship. I guess they could still then do their main roster stuff, but why do that? Why tie your women's chances? That doesn't seem like a Triple H thing or like a current NXT model like thing that they would want to do. But for sure, do the go the other way, you would want – Kyrie in that match, and maybe the new champion, uh, Rocket Ship, you know, right out the gate, um, um, new NXT Women's Champion, and then Shane is still going to be doing her even more high-profile stuff on the main roster, but in the next six months. So, 
I think that would have changed things if they would have made that announcement before. And, and but it's fine because I was surprised in a good way, and those are always you know good surprises are always nice. So cool, Kylan. Appreciate your call, man. Yep. As always. You're welcome. Thanks. Talk to you next time. Uh, Kylan from Newark, everybody. Um, let's, uh, no, let's go to this, uh, this email that I wasn't sure was VIP or not, but let's, uh, let's, uh, get to it. It's from John, and John is, doesn't say where he's from. Anyway, uh, John M., am I tripping, or is it uncomfortable watching the Enzo Miz promo on Raw? There's a difference between the Cena Reigns shooting, in quotes, on each other within the confines of kayfabe and what they did with Enzo. The difference, yeah, difference in the Cena Reigns stuff and kayfabe and what they did with Enzo, especially coming from a guy like Miz who had to go through the meathead locker room middle school BS. Um. Absolutely. You are not tripping, John. I thought it was, I even tweeted about it. Like, I wish WWE would handle their talent relations, talent whatever, lessons that you want to teach people. Just handle it in the HR conference room, right? Like, yeah. have a meeting, send a mass email, whatever the fuck you got to do to not mm. work out behind the scenes shit in front of me. Like, did you watch um, you watch any football on Monday night? No. Okay. So uh, the Vikings are getting slapped by the. Uh, I saw the gift. I mean, the Vikings, about, uh, no, the Vikings uh, are Peterson. slapping. Yeah, the Saints. Yeah. So Adrian Peterson is basically on Sean Payton's ass, and he tells him like, "We're ass." Like he says that. Sean Payton is not. He didn't send Adrian Peterson to the locker room. Next week. He's not going to, like, he could potentially bench him. You can do that with any player. But what he's not going to do is put Adrian Peterson in at quarterback and make him run plays from there to prove that he knows what he's doing better. He's not going to hand him the playbook and say, okay, AD, you got it. You the man, you know what you're doing. It's not going to work like that. Like, we're not going to see the problems work out like that. Like, I, I... for Miz to come out and be like, no and one likes they, you and no and one And when they asked him a direct question in the press conference, in the new, you know, in the after game thing, when they said, yeah. hey, Sean, what was the uh, tension with uh, you and uh, mm-hmm. Peterson? Like, what's going on there? How is all that? I'm, I didn't see it. I didn't hear a reporting. But I'm sure he took the high, vague road. Like, yeah, no, where, mm-hmm. you know, things get heated and he's a competitor and, you know, we'll handle that in the locker room. <laughs> like, he, did, he didn't go – let me tell you how I'm going to get the switch and all the, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the memes and shit that were like all over Twitter. Like, he didn't make, try to make a point on Adrian Peterson, even though he could have, and a lot of people would have been like, yeah, he's right. He's the coach. He's mm-hmm. the authority figure. You do what he say. He don't want to run the ball. He don't run the Whatever. Uh, uh, don't mean mm-hmm. he's right, but he would have had his supporters, and it would have, you know, just one of those things. No, and the thing is, like, they're, they're, they're doing this yo-yo thing with Enzo that's so weird. Like, you talk about him going to 205 to test his metal, 
and him, you know, actually going and performing well. And then the next week, you come out and talk about how it was a demotion. Like, most of the audience. Right, in that itself, yeah. Nobody would take you or nobody, you got nowhere else to go. Like, And and that's another problem in that it's not like, like, if Sean Payton did that to Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson can get a trade and go somewhere else for the same money. Mm. You know, com- like comparable. Yeah. And WWE, you can't major, do that. So that, that makes it difference. worse. Right. <laughs> because like, you're literally just lording over people. Um, and I know we'll get to the Vincent Man promo, but that's another reason, like, the Vincent Man promo was weird. Uh, because, like, you're looking for sympathy for things that you don't deserve sympathy for. Uh, but, no, yeah, um, John, you're 100% correct. It was weird. It was uncalled for. And as much as I respect Miz for being a guy that's made his way, he's not the guy to be delivering those kind of speeches to people. Like, People forget. People really do forget. You know, they might talk, you know, never forget where I came from. Or they might on a surface way. But it's just like how some, like how people forget what it's like to be 19. Like I try not to forget what it's like to be a kid. Like when 35 and 40-year-old grown-ass people complain about whoever, young 20-year-old, you know, rapper or pop star. Like, fam, this stuff Mm -hmm. is not for you. You know, you're the same person in 1996 who was looking at the 35-year-old, like, what the hell is a ghost face killer? He's got these kids these days back in my day in the run DMC. You know, like, you were like, shut up, old man. This ain't for you. Go listen to your classics. You know, so it's like, exactly. like, why do you forget what that is like? And it seems like with The Miz, or he's just saying with a lot of passion and intensity, because he's a good actor, what he was told to say, which is yeah. very much, because uh, he was a fuck-up. He was a loud mouth. Like him being the best corny, like. Different, yeah, obnoxious, different type of way. They're both obnoxious, loud mouths, just in a different way. Yeah. And it got to him. You could tell, like, you know, uh, Enzo. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you could see, like, I'm not going to say that man was going to cry, but I couldn't have blamed him. Like, it's, like, Enzo's And 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 he can't, it's not like, it's really, it's not even fair, because Enzo then has to come back with these trite lines instead of what what somebody was like, you know, that's why nobody likes you or whatever. I'm authentic, and I'm a. When I say I'm a certified G, I mean it because people know that I'm gonna give you a hundred percent of that real, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're not really Miss saying nothing. anything. It wasn't a comeback at <laughs> yeah. the Miz. Like I heard stories mm-hmm. about you, homie. Like he didn't get to say nothing. Yeah. Like oh yeah, it wasn't meant for that. It was complete. Like like he meant like John said. Like it's different from the scene of rain stuff. Because yeah, you get your ooh ah moments. It's on a certain level, and they, you know, to certain extents, degrees get to both get their own ooh-ah moment. Mm-hmm. Like, Enzo didn't get to get a ooh-ah, but ah, all the daddy stuff. That's just nonsense. And it's cheap, yeah. and it's not creative, you know. Yeah. And, right, why babyface the Miz? Like, they just set him, they set Enzo up for failure. 
failure from the yeah, beginning. Who they're like, man about to have a baby? Completely baby faced the Miz and completely baby faced Maurice because who's going to be boo of expecting mother, you know? And then have him. I was hoping when Miz said, you know, you know, you come out, you interrupt. What the hell? The first thing Enzo would say was. I didn't tell him they hit my music. But no, he says, I told him to hit my music. So he's like, added. It was so, from the gate, I was like, oh, this isn't going, this isn't going to go well. Hey, and I didn't know how it wasn't going to go well, but I didn't, I knew it wasn't going to go well. Yeah, they totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in a usually it's like in a cute, obnoxious way where it's just, not like where he's just, Outward, outright disrespecting somebody and interrupting yeah. this moment. Like you said, that was like, you could have given him another 30 seconds to get his little poem out or whatever he's about to read. Like, it just wasn't, yeah, they set him up, set him up, set him up, and he had to go along with it. I mean, and it sucks that you don't have, like, a, a rep, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you would have on a set. Like, what? what they make you make say this line? Like, uh-uh. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, appreciate that uh, that email, uh, John. I definitely wanted to talk about that. Um, don't be a stranger. I assume this is. I don't remember seeing John M from well parts unknown. So I don't know. But yeah, don't be a stranger. Hit us up again. And uh, everybody else, yeah, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Get some emails in. That was the only one we had. So um, at Market VIP or Nine VIP, so I know which segment to read it in. And uh, back to uh, the constellation lines. Let's let's go to uh, let's go to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? How you looking, Mike? All right. No, ain't nothing, my guys. Um, basically, to piggyback off of what y'all were saying, like they set Enzo up, and Enzo set himself up by even coming out there after each they made the announcement that this lady was about to. Him up, so he looked at like the ultimate douchebag by even just coming out there. It's like, I don't know, like they really got it in for this kid. Like, but he's selling shit, and people, and he's and he's over at a level that you just can't ignore, exactly. Right? He's probably about like they're like, well, we put this much into him and gave him this much TV time, and he's a star, we gotta. You know, we gotta push, and he sells headbands and, and weird shit. So we gotta, you know, but but just just ways of going about that that don't involve ruining my damn TV for your fucking personal, uh, uh, you know, workplace vendettas or whatever you however you want to phrase it. Right. Just but weird. Actually, it's just weird and unnecessary, and but consistent you and and you know makes you know falls right into. Their history of how they how they do things, and by they I mean Vince McMahon very specifically. Exactly. And like, and it wouldn't strike me or surprise me if they don't give him a cruiserweight title. And I heard somebody say if they give they gave him a cruiserweight title, the cruiserweight division is dead. I don't think so. I mean, he shouldn't be the cruiserweight champion because he's not good, and Neville should, should walk yeah. through him, not because Neville he should... don't. It'll be disrespectful or any kind of like. No, he should win or lose because he's not as good as Neville, and he's not even like the fact that he won the that five way 
the way they – I mean, it was booked perfectly. Like, that's the only way he can win. Have somebody right. else literally do almost all the work. But what, and then and you come in and, and cheat. Yeah, and so, he, yeah. Like, Neville should fucking guzzle him. Like, it should be just a, a beating. Like, like, that was the one thing that made sense out of that whole segment was Neville coming backstage and laughing at him and, and laughing walking at away. Him? Yeah. Like, oh, well, that made sense. But something tells <laughs> yeah. me with their booking, you know how they like to swerve and this, that, and the third with their booking, and Vince's mind, wouldn't it be a wonder if we put the title on Enzo? Because you can yeah, tell he no already reason. don't give a shit about, you know what I mean, guys that he's bigger than anyway, himself personally, you know, Vince McMahon's ego, like they completely don't give a shit about that whole division. Right. I mean, if they yeah, did, like the intent, I mean, like the, the intent is there, and it would be obvious, and it would make the cruiserweight division, uh, you know, look bad. Not yeah. because oh, look at this raw, this underdog story of this lovable. You know, no, he's not a lovable loser. You know, but this obnoxious, you know, scrappy guy, and he fought his way. Like that's the story you would tell with Enzo. Not, we don't care about this division anymore. So, and rumors are we might be replacing this show in, you know, yeah. the next two or three, four months. Uh, so, uh, oh, that's that's you know that's what's going around. That that show might be getting around. replaced. Uh, with an all-women's show, but that's just something I just heard. I mean, if you ain't heard it, and I'm the one here, yeah. you know, I hear shit like four, fifth, sixth scoop. Uh, so I'm usually late with stuff. So it's probably just one of those uh, rumor sites that... that I don't think they should do that. What I think they should do is give it a, a shot in the arm. And by that, you got a fucking ready-made... Uh, Lucha star and fucking Kalisto, like, what is he doing in matches with Drifter? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Why is he not on the on two hundred five live? You got um, you got King Ricochet. He, you know, his contract. You know, he's soon, and it seemed like, you know, he's headed to WWE. Soon as the Lucha Underground thing. Um, Ricochet. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's basically, he's got everything. So, to me, once he gets in, you build the whole division around him. As the, as that's him, what I do as, my money. Him as is the it too guy. Much to ask, is, is, is it too much to ask? Uh, to, and they, I mean, they they wouldn't. Like, Vince wouldn't. Like, who, wait, who do you think books the Cruiserweight division? Like, does Vince oversee that? Ryan Ward, or one of those cats. He probably, huh? Yeah, just take it. This right, like if he was just to go, hey, NXT guys, and they probably shaking their head at me listening to this, like, no, 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 how dare you? Don't, don't double our, our workload. <laughs> you know, it'd be a, a Russo uh, Ferrari situation. Double the workload, no extra pay. Um, just have those guys, just, or at least their underlings, or, some, or whoever, somebody with that type of yeah. uh, booking mind, book fucking 205 Live as a separate, you know. And, this, oh. and don't let them just look ridiculous on Raw. Like, like, look, let us book 205 Live exclusively, and please don't make these guys look like dickheads when, when you have them on Raw. Right, because they got pieces that can fit in that they, they can put in there. decent talent. For instance, got, 
They got personalities done. They got Tyler Bate guys they could easily put in, insert in there. They got that kid. What's the kid down at NXT? The tough kid from Boston. Like he's more he's more fit for that division than Enzo. What's the kid's name? Only Larkin. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah. Th- I think he's too big for two or five. No, nah, I think he about that weight. Nah, I mean they got Roddy. Pushing it. Yep. Yeah, they got Roddy. They could put in there. But to me, Roddy is more of a intercontinental U.S., you know what I mean, type on the main roster level type guy because I don't believe he'll, they would ever push him past that. Like, and let me ask you all an instant question from um, last night from SmackDown. Does Kevin Owens' actions instantly make him a bad, the badass that who machine gun Kelly and took John Cena to the limit off the stage again? Did like, does that put him back at the top of the heat as far as the hillside on um, SmackDown? Oh, absolutely, no doubt about yeah. it. He's a guy. He's a guy. So, <laughs> like, that was the absolute purpose for doing that angle. Right. So, like. To me, like I see the WWE title down the line for him. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Because he yeah. can carry it as far as like hell heat and wanting to be a hell, not wanting to be a cool hell. He can carry right. it. He can turn the crowd against him. You right. know what I mean? And, and he's so good he's at setting the finger. audience too. Like they never learn yeah. like with Kevin Owens because he's so good and subtle and it, like even. Even talking to Sami Zayn backstage, like he's, you know, in that in that thing they did, like it was just so awesome how good he is and how good they're allowing him to be. Like, man, that's right. When you know, when it's like, give him some some awesome material, give him some good material. He'll be awesome with you know, take everything up a notch, kind of kind of kind of talent. Um, they just you know hadn't been the last years, and it seems like they're. Uh, you know, got their shit right with him. So it's like, okay, and and it's like we can't not be complete cunts. We're going to take two fucking cheap shots at him because we're about to put him over huge. Like, no, he wouldn't do that with Braun Strowman before, like, this big ambulance spot. Like, well, before he gets to tip over, we're going to, like, show that, like, backstage him, can't, like, he can't read, like, a basic, like, menu or sentence, you know, whatever, get him to read something, and he's like, fucking Bubba Ray, 1999 type, you know, like, you wouldn't do that, like, well, later we're going to fucking put him over, and he's going to be a monster, and our next monster among us, and all that, like, you just wouldn't do that, so why do you got to take the, 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 the cheap, fat ch- jokes at him from Brian and from Vince uh, before you're about to do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought the, I thought the Dillinger-AJ match, I thought that was a damn good match last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. SmackDown was good. I, I mean, was, SmackDown was great. SmackDown was fire, yeah. That was a yeah, fire I show. I even like the title match. Yeah. I even yeah, like the, okay. yeah, that they they told her. I mean, those two, those two, like I told y'all before, and like we all agreed before, those two teams together is just magic and money. It's like, yeah. it's almost like modern day midnight versus rock and roll. Like they just, they just go together. It's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. 
on a show. Uh-huh. Like, well, because that's basically the whole smack. They are the SmackDown tag division. I mean, you know, you got right. Brizango mm-hmm. there and Hyper and Ascension, but yo, they don't mean anything. Gable and Gable and Shelton. Oh, Gable and Shelton, sure, too. okay, but still, at they this point, two weeks in, they don't mean they don't mean anything. But but my but point I is, they, as, New I Day think, and Usos are the division, and if you got right. two got two, if you have if you're in that situation, it's like well, at least we have two teams that can consistently are going to bring it in the ring and are creative because these are two five, you know, super creative guys. Uh, working with each other, keeping things fresh, and, and 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 coming up with new ways to make the feud fresh, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like, well, exactly. at least we have that. At least they're as good as they are, because that's all we got. I mean, <laughs> I mean, from looking at them for the second time, I, I believe Benjamin, Benjamin and Gable they started to mesh and gel together pretty well, pretty quick. And not to mention, if you notice the difference in their pop and American Alpha pop, and I think. You know, they were smart enough to recognize that Benjamin would give him more attention and bring a little bit more name value, you know what I mean, to yeah. him. And also, it'll make, you know, Gable, you know, a way better person, you know, a way better, you know, character, in-ring, out-ring, you know, things of that nature. But to me, the low point of SmackDown, and I swear they got to get the fucking title off of this guy quick. Like, he's like, to me, like, it, oh, gender. Gender. Like, yo, I was watching that at work. That, does, that did nothing for me at all. Like, damn, I'm like, yo, I kind of want to turn it down, but I don't want to like be obvious that I'm kind of like, this is kind of stupid, you know. Like I was playing the Fashion Files or one of them that, when they was doing that the, that in the beginning, and it was playing, and I was just laughing along with it. it wasn't it was it wasn't it was just hokey, can't be fun. And one of the guys was like, "This is so stupid." Like, yep, it is. But this last night with gender, I was just like, I know the point for the Singh brothers is to look like sycophants and laughing at corny jokes, but it was just it went on far too long without without any kind of. Uh, you know, I kind of was like, damn, where Randy at with RKL? Just right, like it was so dumb to me. Like it was just dumb to me. Like I'm like, this guy no, is fucking corny. Like he got a he got the look and all that about him, but this guy's fucking corny. Like this guy's corny, and and, and y'all really uh, thinking of having him hold the title to Mania? Like it makes no sense at all. Which I don't think is gonna happen. I think. Um, I think Shinsuke is going to win at No Mercy because I think Kevin Owens is going over this. Like, oh, it really makes no sense for Shane to win. Oh, I mean, no. yeah, for no, yeah, yeah, I know, I agree with you in that that Kevin Owens gets to win as the big bad heel, and, and he should you watch know, him. You get to feel a good moment with Shinsuke. I did, and it wasn't surprised. So you think they're going to go? Oh, with Shinsuke huh? at Mania. Nah, they might alter it. They might three-way. It might be on Shinsuke eight staff at Mania. I was just, I was just gonna I mean, say that. It'll be great. But, you know, it might be on Shinsuke and staff. To me, I just want Shinsuke and um, Shinsuke and AJ. And I believe, like I um no at what is this? No mercy. I believe that uh, Roman should. Like I said last week, like 
One of my scenarios is Strowman beats the shit out of Brock decisively, beats him down, takes the title, and Brock comes back or whatever, Royal Rumble, fast lane, and get his number one contendership and go on from there. Because, um, like that Cena Roman thing, the way it's set up and the way it's looking, I don't think it's going to be a one match. I don't think it's going to be a one and done thing. No. I don't think, I think, like, the rubber match will be at Mania. I don't think that'll be, the, you think they're going to have a match at the Rumble or something, like, in between? Probably so, I maybe mean, Rumble or Survivor Series or some shit like that, or one one of the well, two Well, it's not going to be Survivor team. Series, because the original match was going to be Survivor Series, and it was going to be Cena from SmackDown versus Roman from Raw, best, you know, whatever, think, however they were going to gimmick it. But Cena's schedule changed that, so they had to push it up two months. And yeah. do the feud in the feud or have the match not in the middle of November, but you know, in the, at the end of September, whenever it is. Um, so match two will probably take place at the Rumble, and the rubber match will probably be at WrestleMania. Right. But at, at Mania, it'll probably be for Money Marbles and Chalk. Like by that time, if, if Roman got the um title, it'll probably be title versus career, some shit like that. That's what we need. Get so, Shane out of here. But, wow. Because you got to read the another, another legend. You got to read the pages. Like they keep, they keep, um, they keep implicating. He's the guy that ended Taker's career. He's the guy that ended Taker's career. And Lesson Taker yeah. is going to come in the mid, in the gist of you know one of those matches, as I've been hearing and reading. And they might, they might, you know, squeeze the take. Yeah. What if they had? What if they do that? and They just have him beat Cena at WrestleMania. <laughs> and <laughs> is that bigger than Undertaker's streak? I mean, he's, he's the guy that beat. And it's he's the be guy that beat the guy. <laughs> he's the guy imagine? that beat the guy. The looks on people's faces. Because you, everybody would assume, especially if it was tied 1-1, say Roman wins in two weeks, and then Cena wins at the Rumble, and then they do exactly what you said, Mike. Somehow Roman gets you know gets the title at Fastlane or sometime in, in, you know, before uh, whatever. And they do title versus career. And it's like, oh, they're on the 17, record-breaking, uh, you know, blah, 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 all that. John Cena's the best, and, you know. And then Roman wins one two three Superman front spear. Uh, <laughs> look, so people say like a black eyed guy from the Seeker Lesnar match. Yeah. So do y'all think like to some degree? Because I see like the little digs Curtis taking at um Daniel Bryan. Do you think they could be trying to build up like a GM versus GM one off at Mania? No, oh, Mike. Wow. They just both die on a on a on a hip toss. <laughs> I, I think that would be interesting, but I think it's still too soon, Mike. Uh, especially for Brian. No, I don't think I think Angle you could get away with him being cleared by then to do something, but yeah, I think it's still we're still being really optimistic about Brian's situation. <laughs> Just wish we thinking, wish we fucking thinking. Collar elbow tie up, dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so guys, what do y'all think they start building this, you know, this small horse woman shit against each other? So, you know, Cody was talking about that. Um, that do you little... think maybe that's the Survivor Series match? Possibly, and then I think they'll have probably like maybe a tag match with Ronda and somebody else against Charlotte and probably Sasha or Becky. Okay. Oh, you don't but, I mean, think you they think, just wait for till Mania? Huh? Yeah. You think they save that yeah. till Mania? Just have an elimination match there or a tag match there? See, that's what I, I was think thinking. Do, I think they'll do the tag match at um, Survivor Series, and then they'll probably have a, a, a tag match. You know, the, the form, the form four at Survivor Series, and probably some type of tag match at Mania. But it, even though it makes sense gimmick-wise uh, gimmick as far as Survivor Series um, being the, the, the traditional place where you would have the you know four on four type thing or five on five, it wouldn't make sense more the way WWE does things to have the tag match at Survivor Series and then a four on four at WrestleMania. Yeah. But I don't think they should do anything at Survivor Series. Let Survivor Series stand on its own, do whatever right. you're going to do with the women, you know, if you're going to do a Raw versus SmackDown type stuff for a few. I think that that's enough to carry it and to keep it and to make it feel special. That Those women have been away from each other enough. You know, it would be nice, nice to start, you know, Charlotte stare down with whoever she's, you know, used to feud with on Raw. Yeah. Uh that's what uh, I think too. They uh, should uh, let it breathe for me. Alexa Bliss have a little moment. Whatever you can still. That's fine. That all sells Survivor Series, and then you just wait and then have the four on four, four horsewomen versus four horsewomen at WrestleMania first time. Make it as big as possible. First time you see Ronda Rousey in a wrestling match, all that should happen first at WrestleMania. There's no, I don't think there's any need to water this down. The type of thing that you need to do is you get one, so you need to yeah put it where it's going to make the most sense and make the most money and have the most eyeballs. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, as far as the whole NXT, and thing, you don't have NXT. to have if it's four on four at Mania, you don't have to have a uh, necessarily. You don't have to do it at Survivor Series, but tradition kind of you know says you do elimination. You know, you can only you can strategically have somebody do the job, and one team. You know, you don't have to have three, four, five, six people getting pinned. <laughs> you know, they don't like to do that. So, yeah, single elimination, four on four, horsewoman versus horsewoman match, WrestleMania in New Orleans. Yeah, first time. Ever. So who do y'all? So, so who do y'all think? Um, same faces at a uh, takeover. It's going to be a multi, so you know the the the, the top probably it, it's going to probably be her, Ember Moon, and Ruby Riot, Triple Threat. Uh, and if it's a four like way, a five way, you can throw the, the, the Billy Kay and Kate Rose. So yeah. do they put the title? Or you know, Royce. so they put so do they put the title directly on um, Kyrie or? You gonna give it Ember and turn her heel and have her and Kyrie. I don't you know. think they put it on Kyrie because I don't think you want to create the same situation with undefeated wrestler. I think they're gonna 
go ahead and nix that really early. I think she's going to lose in that debut. But you know what I also think, Mike? I think there's – because that's going to be what? That's in Houston? Uh, yeah, she doesn't have to lose the, the match, I mean, though. I wonder she doesn't have to take think. the pinfall. No, I agree with that. I'm just saying I don't, I don't see her winning it outright her first match in NXT. But sure, I really absolutely. think that the end game is for Ember to win the title WrestleMania weekend. Like, I right. really think that's it because I'm close to the Oscar. So I could see it being uh, probably like Ruby Riot, Nikki. Because Nikki, is Nikki Cross moving up to main roster? Uh, I mean, uh, I haven't heard that. I can see, Especially with Sanity, but seemingly in the yeah. program with Fish and, and, and what's his name? Well, yeah. I think they're yeah. losing. Two people I'd rule out would be Ember Moon and. Uh, Ember Moon and Kyrie Sane. This was, I think, Ember's coming later, and I think they're going to avoid having Kyrie be in the world killer from the jump. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going with. I think this would be the time. I think they would think, and, and even with fans, per, fan perspective, from a fan perspective wise, I think they've done enough to make that title mean as much as it does. And now they think they can do something a little lighter, and I think we're going to get Billy in the case as as dual women champion somehow. Whether it's official, whether it's like a China Jericho thing from you know 2000, where they both guy had the pinfall or something weird, or one. Or if it's like Lay Cool, where one's clearly the champion and she won and it's her name in the book, but they essentially, you know, they're inseparable and you fight one, you fight, you know, and do that. I think they might go as far as the former and, and do something silly or yeah. lighter and, and have, feel like, you know what, we've 500 days, all that kind of stuff, like, we can do something a little different with this women's division for now. And I don't think that's a long-term solution to have those two, you know, messing around at the top of the women's car, uh, division like that. Um, but if you want to do that and that leads to them losing at WrestleMania to Ember Moon, I don't know if that's where your money is. If you take it off of them, you know, they could hold it from uh, take, um, whenever the next, whenever that match is to a Survivor Series to rumble. They can hold it for one major cycle, one major NXT quarter, <laughs> you know. And then somebody else wins it, and then that's what they set up for, you know. If y'all are right, I don't know. If, or, Cam, if your thing is, you know. Wh- explain, why do you think Ember's destined to win WrestleMania weekend specifically? I think because she's the only one that's come close to uh, to beating Oscar. And I think the story you mean is that the, makes the most sense? Yeah, exactly. I think with the crowd okay. being as smart as they are, being you know involved in NXT, I just think by the time that rolls around, she's going to have some more really good quality matches under her belt, and people are just going to feel like it's her time. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that, that's and why that's the thing. we're looking at that down the road. With NXT, we can actually make those kinds of, not predictions, but... Uh, kind of speculate in a in a in a logical way that mm-hmm. actually could get paid off because they're probably thinking similar ways, or at least they're not discounting that. They're certainly, you know, remembering 
all the time how close she came and there you just get a different feeling with how NXT is booked that that, that right. they would pay something like that off. Like WWE you know, I don't know, Right. Just you know, like I they even remember at, how close she came a bunch of times, all that kind of thing. You'd be thinking so many different things. So yeah. Just like I see at the next takeover, I see it's Cole and McIntyre, and I see Cole going over because I believe that um, what's the name will be like, then he'll be putting that enforcer type role in that um faction. Remember, they got Double V down there in the performance center too now. Cole, you're not using Donna. any names; you're just using all pronouns. So, just spell that out. Uh, Donovan Dijak over over McIntyre. Donovan Dijak. Yeah, with help from Don ah. and Dodger. Ah, that makes sense with the whole ROH thing that they're doing. Yeah, I believe he's going to be like the muscle of the group. You got oh. the tag team and Red Dragon, because right, they're going over Sanity. To me, Sanity, they, they're popular now because they, you know, they babyface now, but they're more like, you know, like a novice act. So I believe that. Red Dragon is going to go over on those guys. And then you got, um, what's the other kids? They on their way back, the Mighty Don't Kneel. Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. Yeah, he's he been laid up for a while. They on their way back. So, you know, NXT is interesting moving forward. They got some shit going on. You got Roddy down there. And, you know, Roddy and Cole together in the ring. That's money because I think Roddy would be the guy that's not going to join the faction. So they'll be probably pumble him and beat him up. Sam, salted yeah. caramel though. Hey man, that new crown that's gonna hit. Yeah. Get that, get that with a uh, with a with a Hershey's chocolate bar. Oh, that's it. <laughs> First off, oh, I don't believe. Any of that. <laughs> I mean, that sounds oh, like a no. good idea, but I don't. Think, I don't believe you're, you're, you're going to do that. Yeah, Mike. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know where yeah. to buy them. So how y'all feel about the, this whole fucking GFW thing and the crazy shit to me? Not for nothing, Trav. Like I've been watching like they, you know, past couple of shows on demand, and they ain't been that uh-huh. bad. Like the continuity, yeah, everything has been there, especially with the um. What the uh, what's the the alpha the the team alpha? What's those guys? Uh, no, America top team and the and the um and the impact dudes, and you know with the infusion of the triple A guys, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. And then I listened to that interview with Norholm. He said all that shit is untrue. They had no plans on folding none of that. They actually they actually started that network crap this week. Global mm, network. Who, who grabbed it? You're getting it, right, Mike? You getting the review um, next week? I mean, I, it, it's not um, up for local. I'm, I, don't, I don't think I am. I heard actually I some got, of the uh, stuff is on there. Like people are watching shit without being signed on. They don't know if it's right, a glitch or if it's like like a free. As like, he was explaining, is a free tear where you could watch like you know Impact a week later from. You know his first um original air date, and it's oh, a pay tear where, it's a pay tear. He said, which, you know, what he's trying to do, like if you know he can get permission or rights to to air, like events from Triple A and and Pro and Noah and Crash and all that. You know what I mean? All that shit. 
Like, so, he, you know, because he said he's trying to make it not just. So know, there really is a Crash TV network? No, it's a, um, it's a promotion, Crash. That's Conan's promotion. Okay, because I was listening to, like, a Wade update or something, and he was like, and then there's a Crash TV, and I was like, wait, did he just, like, what, what they talk? There's a Crash, something called Crash? That Crash, and, Crash and Triple Way are rivals. Like, they rival groups. Okay. What happened to CMLL? Are they still around? Yeah, they still around. They they actually doing pretty good. You know they got the original. Um, they got Mexico and all those other guys. You know there they got the uh the original Sin Cara. He's back over there. And from how it's looking, it's looking like it's Lucha Underground might be dead. They had a nice run, a nice little concept they had, you know. I was on board for the first two seasons. And once they got Matanzas, a.k.a. Jeff Cobb. Now, that's a guy that, that WWE needs to sign. Like, they need to yeah. stop playing games, and they really need to. To me, he's this generation's task, but probably stronger. I've only yeah, this dude, is a, this dude is a beast. Like, I don't know how he is charisma-wise, but what I've seen of him, like, in ring, like, this dude is a fucking beast. This dude is a fucking beast. Him and Keith Lee, money. Money just waiting to be made. Yeah. I like um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, especially Keith Lee, Keith Lee is. This is a matter of time. You're just waiting to hear Keith Lee signs with with NXT. Like... I, it's he like it's legit one of those things where he's like, what is taking so long? Like, how is this not a done deal? Why is Keith Lee not? Why am I not talking about Keith Lee in a? Maybe he'll debut after WrestleMania next, you know, in the, the Mania after Raw after Mania next year. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Well, no, he's got it. Well, I, I mean that would be quick, and I think he could, but uh, they got to get him in the system first. <laughs> to me, I think he's one of those kids that he's not gonna need that too much time to go, you know, to be in NXT because yeah, he could, he he's kind of all, he's kind of already that uh yeah he's kind of that that he's just more athletic and more charismatic, but he's kind of like tailor made for that big man style that's like kind of returning with the WWE. <laughs> Because if you know this, yeah, it was, it was Owens is the one I'm thinking about that came in and was going with the quickness. Um, yeah, he took the escalator to WWE, like Biggie said, escalator style. Right. <laughs> yeah, he got the escalator style. I mean, as he should have, like as he should have. Yeah, to no, me, there like was no I reason. Said, yeah, to me, like I said, when Joe comes back off an of injury, they need to shift Joe. To SmackDown because I believe Raw is getting kind of crowded on the main event side, and it's like, you know, SmackDown could use that depth. They could use him. Then you could split him and Braun apart, and you could have both guys on show, just tearing shit up, just doing different shit, tearing shit up. 
point. And uh, yeah. there hasn't been any talk about uh, another shakeup, so that kind of remember. Oh, after SummerSlam, there's right. gonna be. A, Gonna be a shakeup. So. No, I think it's, it's going to be something that just happens annually the, the uh, week after Mania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I also see what's the name coming on soon, too. I think he might be the one to actually take the U.S. title and then transition from U.S. champs to WWE champ. Because they, they really, Bobby Roode, they really, yeah. like, he's really tickling somebody's fancy back behind that curtain. So the crowd thought so, and I did too. I thought they were going to kick off the Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler feud last night. But uh, but they didn't. Are they building that up just another week or two? Uh, or are they not even going going there? Because that, that seems obvious, right? Like he's go, like Dolph seems to, in a lot of ways, be talking about him. He's going to be the greatest entrance? Yeah. He's going to do the entrance, and then but yeah, Roode's going to be like, oh, because he's doing they stuff that nobody can answer. Warriors did daily off on the show. Huh? So they should just kick Dolph off the show. Kill his ass to NXT. Damn, Mike. <laughs> he's like, the best in-ring performer in WWE history, though. Um, really? Really? I mean, that's Mike. Really? Really? Give me. Kid, you're good, but you're not that good. Like, I mean, like, he's good. Don't get me twisted. He's good, but if you look at him, he looks like all, I mean, all he did was string along Shawn Michaels, Nick Bockwinkle, and, you know what I'm saying? And you yeah. named a couple of few others shit and made it his own. Like, until he stopped doing the sweet chin music and go back to his zigzag and stop fucking trying to, you know what I mean? Be Shawn Michaels light. This is why AJ blew past him. Because AJ Styles is AJ Styles. Although he's often compared to Michael as far as his in-ring prowess, but AJ Styles is AJ Styles. And he has a whole generation of guys that look up to him. Like, like go through any interview from Ricochet to Ospreay to anybody, Joe Hendry, anybody that's out now. They'll tell you, like, yo, listen, AJ Styles is father this generation of dudes. Like, that's our guy. That's who we looked up to. You know what I'm saying? Dolph Ziggler, marginal dude. And it's like, how do you keep getting the carpet yanked from under you? Like, to me, you've had opportunity after opportunity. Granted, the, the second time, you know, the concussion chain with Jack Swagger. But it's like, dude, you held every fucking title in the company. Spend money in the bank, like you know what I mean. It's like so, like I don't understand. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just something to, more me, to do, he, Hopefully, I mean, it seems like it's yeah. probably coming from a real place. It's probably the reason they came up with the idea. Like, all right, well, let's see if we can make some money with this new, with this real life kind of yeah. attitude and just exaggerate it a little bit. Just um, like what fans they know. That's how some me, of the best ideas come along. I mean, just. Oh shit! Yeah. Tease on. Let me and this is my last thing because I know other people call it. Just like with fans, they go with them. They saying AOP to me. AOP need about six more months down there. The team to me that should be the ones that's been beating them up is Gallows and Anderson because they're squandering them all raw. Understandable, they're in the event every you've been, week. Yeah, yeah I've been hopping on that for a while. They squandering them all raw. 
Jesus. And then once the revival come back, you're definitely not going to do anything with them. You talking about that Craig tweet? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was watching. Yeah. Um, I'm watching the match. What did my man Craig yeah. say? But let but me I get out, fellas. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Mike, man. Good stuff, man. All right, fellas. Talk to you all next week. All right, man. All right. Stay up. Yo, did, did – oh, he probably got it, like, on a progress show or something. Like, did Tyler Bate ever get his damn rematch? I didn't see damn. it. He got passed up. Bullshit, Pete fucking Dunn. Like, I hate Shayna Baszler like I hate Pete Dunn. <laughs> like, Pete Dunn is so dope. He's so good. Like, he just, like, Pete Dunn is just a, he's a brat. I don't know, I don't know a better way to describe him. He's a brat. And or what he's a tough be. brat. Like, I love his look. Like, he's, I love his, I love his, I love his ring jacket. Pete Dunn is great. Let's think. Yeah, I think Tyler Bate is like perfect baby face. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm a fan of those UK guys. I really am. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk to. Let's see who we got here. Um. Hold on. Give me a second. Let's check something. Do it. <laughs> uh oh. Is the on the line? Oh. Uh, hey. I ain't seen. I mean, maybe. I, uh, I think he was 6 back in the day. I don't remember. It's been so long. But yeah, I haven't seen him, seen him in a minute. I thought he. The jig was up, but no, I was checking some shit on my <laughs> on my Facebook. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, let's uh, Willis, Willis, is that you? What's, what's happening? Going on? Yeah, what's going on, Pete? Hey, what's the deal, man? Nothing That's much. Hey, oh, real, oh, hold oh, on, Willis, real, real quick. Real quick though, Cam, why was this a handicap match? Why didn't she have a partner to begin yeah, with? It was a handicap match. So how and, does the uh, ref just like yeah, Cross, okay. I can't call it. Nikki Cross is out there in the crowd and then she just rolled in. She's creeping know. around at first. And she finally jumped up on the apron and when it was that was she's so big, when, like she's so swole. I bet she's like I bet she's crazy in the gym though. She's really like monstrous. Oh. If she really in gave it back to her and left, will you chill? Ooh, oh, Santon Splash. Yeah, so anyway, oh, Willis. Oh, it's a lady ref. I did not notice that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the biggest All compliment right. you can give a lady ref, I think. I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's somehow, serious. Like, somehow she'll still uh, she'll take that as an insult. 
Well, see, I mean, I, I hope she doesn't. Like, hey, I didn't notice she's that. She's a woman, and that's, and that's how they do things. Listen, don't be, don't be that Twitter guy. Let's be easy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm ruining this whole, like, pro, you know, yeah. feminist conversation. Like, like except yeah, when Craig's on, we have, like, the most pro women show. Except when Craig's on. As long as Craig's not on, it's, uh, you know, positive for women. Got to be careful with that guy. Not so much All I got to say is Roman looked like a big dumbass On the TV um, Monday night Talking about I've been showing To get more than you have In, in the past well, Willis, Hold on Willis not to cut you Get off, your bitch ass back over Did here. he look like <laughs> Did he look like less of a dumbass than he did the last two weeks? Is my question to what? you. Well, uh, um, did he look like less of a dumbass than he did the week before and the week before that? Well, equally because as soon as he said he was selling more tickets than everybody else in the past five years, somebody in the damn building tweeted out the pictures in the crowd. Yeah. And that night, and, and all the damn um, seats that wasn't sold in the arena that night. It's like a, he told two big lies, and that was one of them. But he told two big lies, and it was like was the other one about one seeing the matches? Four, no, the other one. Well, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Three big lies. You're right. Because yeah. Roman Reigns has had some really good matches, but I don't think that there is a two year span where you can say, like, you have to really, okay, there are two months of Roman's career that haven't been as good as two months of, or as two years of Cena's career. It ain't the last two months, though. Like, if he took that that time he, uh, maybe the Triple H match to those first couple of matches with AJ, maybe you could say that two-month span was better than some than maybe Cena's first two years, starting with the Kurt Angle match. But uh, yeah, Cena's last two years, he just had wasn't it just a it classic. Just like any credibility? Yeah, maybe two classics with AJ. Uh, maybe not a classic, but he's had at least like a, a four star match with KO. Like Cena's had some real and with Lesnar. No, the, at WrestleMania. Yeah, like the, all the big the matches he's come say, through in. For the most yeah. part, the one that but, I'd say was the biggest lie. John Cena has had consistent, good, yeah, regular matches on Raw that were in the middle of yeah. the show. Roman doesn't have. Roman has hasn't had those. He's had passable matches. Oh, okay. Hey, really quick, and Willis, I hate to be cutting into your time. Craig told us it wasn't a handicap match. Partner just showed up. It wasn't a handicap match, partner what? Our partner just showed up late. Like, Nikki Cross just showed up when she felt like it. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought, and, and then, I thought it was Dakota Kai was supposed to be, because for some reason he uh, tagged us in that tweet where Dakota said, I'm excited to see who Ruby Riot's tag partner is tonight. And a bunch of, you know, looking eyes, like, oh, maybe it's Dakota. And then it wasn't. <laughs> it's like, okay. 
And, and then what killed me when he said, I see you have a problem getting into Hollywood. I, I know somebody just a couple of weeks before they just announced on all the damn movie websites and all the damn um, shows like um, Extra and Entertainment Tonight, John Sheen about to do the Transformers Bumblebee movie. And hey, even, before, even before that, the idea that he can't break into Hollywood when he's been in at least, uh, what was the thing where he was selling all the drugs? Was that Girls Night or not? The, was that the Amy Schumer one? Because he was in the Amy no, Schumer was, uh, one. Tina, Tina Fey. Something else. It was the Amy Schumer one and then the Tina Fey, Amy Poehler one. Else. Right, like, right. So he's in two critically successful, you know, critical hits. You know, I don't know how much money they made, but they certainly were critically acclaimed and funny, and people thought Cena was great in his role in both those parts. So he's beyond broke into Hollywood. He's in two fucking things. And got, like, what? So it's just, just on its face. It just was a lie. And then during the break, they was playing the Toyota commercial with the John Cena song playing. And this motherfucker got a damn body spray commercial that I keep seeing. <laughs> and he's aiming the, the elephant in the pistachio thing, the commercial for pistachios. Is he the voice of the no, elephant? No, and the car. They're playing his song in the car commercial. Like, in like a black yeah, Chevy commercial, they're playing John Cena song. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hefty. He's in the cereal boxes. It's like, that's the, like, it, Cena's not, doesn't have an issue, like, become, being a, like, crossover mainstream guy. Like, that's but let's say this, though. Not why that's the one, like, the one I give a pass for, because the punchline was really good. The I know a guy punchline was really good. Like, but the crowd didn't even yeah. really appreciate it. Whether they, did, because they don't connect Rock and Roman together. Mm-hmm. People don't just automatically don't 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 recognize them as cousins. Mm. But I mean, not getting the joke. And Rich even wasn't. pointed out on Monday that that he was taking shots at Rocks. He said he was watching Moana on bootleg. He was like, "I'm not paying for that." Well, but, I mean, as if Rock is involved in some in... bullshit. Not a yeah, but no, no, no. High profile. That, that wasn't the con- project. That wasn't the context of it, though. Like. What Rich said was true, but, again, that was on that Hot 97 Oh, that interview. is typical like, Rich behavior, to, yeah. to take a true Roman. thing and then to spin it to, and to <laughs> well, like, I'm make not even saying that about Rich, you know, but, like, his agenda. that was no, the I Hot will. 97 interview I that was, like, really will. Roman at his finest, probably, and then bigging up Rock and then talking about their relationship. So, no, that was that was friendly, but I, I thought that was good. <laughs> but, but, no, yeah, it was, again, like, Willis, I, what they're doing is, they're stretching out this this thing, you know, for weeks at a time, t- talking about why they don't like each other. When it should, it could literally just be, I don't like how you carry yourself, and it can be between the both of them. And Roman saying, whatever you were, that ain't what's going on no more. It's about me. Like it doesn't require the things that they're trying to put into it. They're talking about everything, but who can beat the other guy up? And it's stupid. And it really is no. Well, one person really ain't boosting the other guy because every time moment, oh, like John Cena saying, the less you talk, the better you be off. Because as soon as you start saying more than two sentences, you just look like a dumbass. <laughs> well. And then come to the end of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sure if I could leave. 
That's that's just being hyperbolic. And, and and then at the end of it, he hit he hit him with the line, "At no mercy, I'm gonna be just like a drug test. You can't pass it." Which was fucking stupid. Ridiculous. Nobody think number one, nobody thinks of Roman Reigns. It's not like Brian Cushing or the guy with the Texans where you're like, uh, another one? You know, another failed drug test? No. He got suspended the one time a, over a year ago. And nobody remembers it until John Cena, dumbass, brings it up. Like who? What? What does? What? Who? Who does that do any good to? John Cena? Oh, because he got a ooh line that doesn't really resonate for real, for real, except for the with a very small minority amount of the fans. I guess so many people were like, "Wait, what?" And and beyond the fact that it's not even necessarily like something you associate with Roman Reigns. Why would you, even if that was the case? Why the fuck would you bring that up? I mean, can you imagine Roger Goodell, like, flippantly or somehow bringing up CTE or fucking concussions? Like, nope, they want to stay as far away from that stuff. You don't want to be in the same conversation. I mean, it's, it's, it's so dumb. God. And it, and it helped like nobody. Want- that's, that's the part that, that, that gets me the most because it didn't do anything for anybody. It made Roman look like a fucking idiot. It made Cena look mm-hmm. super petty like he is. But here's the here's the the kicker about the thing. If anybody wanna go check it out and see if it's true, you can go right on the WWE website and pull it up. So that makes matters okay. even worse. Well, no, they have to be transparent in that way. I mean, they've got to have it wherever wherever it is. I mean, I get that, but don't don't say anything. Have that as a line. Bring that up. Far away from that. You just advertising for people to scrutinize that boy even more. Even I said, I was like, man, I liked it at the heat of the moment. And then when I thought about it, I was like, that's going to shed a bad light on more than just one person when they come out. Right. It's like you're not just hurting Roman in that instance. Like, are, are they out to prove, like, it's not a big deal. We can joke about that kind of stuff. Like, that's the only kind of, that's the only thing I can imagine that, that that's their attitude. Like, nah, we can brush this, you know, nobody's going to really take that, you know, but too it's, serious. It's funny. It's funny because when they had the YouTube videos for the last couple ones, when John Cena got Roman Reigns on stuff, the ones that, um, that he um, improvised on, they cut it out. But we could tell that Vince approved this one because they didn't leave it out on the, um, the – if you pull up the YouTube, they didn't edit that part out at the end. So, that, that, that well, one was really – Well, don't run from it. You had him say it. Don't, don't. Yeah. It's counterproductive. So, I don't get it. It's like the like with the Miz and those stuff. It's like it doesn't. The impact isn't good enough for what the, the positive isn't good, uh, doesn't outweigh the negative. The potential negative. Yeah, the potential positive doesn't outweigh the potential negative. So it's weird. Right. Just WWE and their and their uh, just stubbornness in a lot of ways. 
out to prove shit that like nobody like, nobody else thinking about this until you you brought it up. Idiot. Uh, and, and the best to me the best. Bill out of the whole show for No Mercy is the Brock and the um, Braun match. Because it's simple. I think I'm better than you. I took your best shot and kept moving. Let's see who's going to be the last one standing. Like they're doing it the right way. They cut out all the bull, all this extra, all this backstage stuff that the, the people who care about that stuff Get we we being me you and Travis we get on the show and talk about how stupid it was, and we're gonna watch anyway, you know like they're doing the Braun Brock thing the right way. It's it's about a fight. It's about who's better in the ring, who can take it. Like yeah, it's just it's setting up exactly the way it should. Right, and and look at Heyman. Instead of tearing down Braun Strowman, he's talking him up like he he's the next big thing. So maybe you want to watch the whole match from the beginning. And I was kind of invested in Roman and, and John Cena the first week. But now after just seeing Cena just tear down Roman so badly the last three weeks, even if Roman Reigns win the match, to me, the damage has already been done to the boy. Regardless of if he... Um, Win at WrestleMania again for the title, whoever he fights, anything like that. John Cena basically ruined Roman the first night when he said he's the most protected man in the back right now. So it's almost like all Cena got to do is just lay down in the middle of the ring on no sale Roman at no mercy during his match, during his moves, or pull a Shawn Michaels. And Hulk Hogan all over again. That basically, that basically is gonna be it for me and my eyes and a lot of other people's eyes as well. So, Eva, they have Roman come in and just beat the hell out of John Cena and beat him in like two or three minutes. Or uh, if Cena beat him, Roman need to beat the hell out of him after the match or do something because he, he's basically going in weak. And the damn Jason Jordan match didn't help him either because Jason Jordan was wrestling rings about around Roman. By the middle of the match, Roman was gasping for air and everything during that match. Yeah. I mean, it, if anything, he talked about how Jason Jordan took Cena to the limit, and then he did the same thing with you. But Cena is more – like, the thing that helped John Cena is that you know, his the knock against him, quote-unquote, has always been that he's not a super sound technical guy, but he's so smart in the ring, he understood how to play it to where it looked like he couldn't adjust to the style until he caught up with it. Like, and, you know, Roman isn't a 15-year vet, so he doesn't have, you know, that talent in him just yet. But, yeah, like Roman – basically saying, like, calling Cena out for something, and then the same thing happening to him a week later, like, it's not a good look. Not a good look. You, you think they going to – you think this is Vince saying that he's finally moving away from him and maybe he's going to take a chance with Braun 
at, at WrestleMania with Brock and Braun if he don't beat um, Brock at um, No Mercy? You think that's going to be the main event at WrestleMania, Braun Strowman and, and Brock Lesnar? For the title? Mm, I mean, I, 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 I don't see them repeating both of those matches, though. Because it, it, because they said it's a lot of people speaking up for Braun in the back, wanting him to be the, the next one. So, the Big Show talk highly of him. Kane talk highly of him. Brock loves him. Um, and Paul Heyman speak highly of him, and everybody say that. It's so easy just to deal with him in the back. And Stone Cold been singing his praises of him ever since he had him on, on his podcast. And Jim Ross yeah, said he no, apparently him. he's yeah. like a sponge, and everybody's like is impressed with how willing to listen he is. I mean, that must really be a a thing with guys that make it to that that level where they're just like, no, I got it, I know things, and he's just like. Super refreshing Where he's like the opposite Where he's just like I want to know everything I want to sit under Everybody's learning tree <laughs> In a sense uh, And did y'all see it? I still haven't Because I, I, I date a young lady Who is against horror movies Entirely um, I wanted to go last night But I ended up doing um, I ended up doing a podcast last night Um so I'm going to try to get out there. I might not get to go till next Thursday unless I can, like, sneak away. So we'll just hold off for another, at least another week. Hold off for a little bit. But I'm, I'm damn, I'm excited to see it. And, of course, the spoiler is they're definitely doing, like, the entirety of the books. They're doing two parts. But just, yeah, let's just wait a little while longer. Just, you seen that? So it's going to be um, two, like, the current ones, you mean? Yeah, it's just well, like I mean, the, um. Yeah. One from the nineties. Okay, the same way they broke down the TV movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. It's just a, it's just the same thing. It's just that as one half is with the kids and the other half is in, in adults. They didn't really do nothing new. It's just the fact that it was more based on the book than the original TV show. Okay. And the book is. I think the book is amazing. Like it's. I, just even the way they opened know. up and kind of set up the town, and it's so good. Like, yeah, so, yeah, my, I mean, my brother's seen it. All the guys in my group chat have seen it, so they talk about it. But they, without talking about it, luckily. But, yeah, I got to get out there and see it. I might, I'm going to um, go to dinner. I'm, after I eat dinner, I'm going to sneak out. I'm like, hey, I'm taking out the trash. Then I'm going to go see the movie. <laughs> and he's looking <laughs> crazy right now. So maybe not. But, yeah, um, I've heard, like, nothing but good things, so I'm excited to go see it, and maybe I can get out there next Tuesday and see it. Yeah, I've seen it, and I'm waiting for that joint mother to come out on Friday. That the looks Jennifer super Lawrence interesting, because, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, the biggest Javier Bardem fan, because No Country for Old Men is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, So him, like, being, and he's already creepy when he's playing, like, a regular crazy guy, so, yeah. Willis, but that I need you to see that and tell me how it is because it's it's so abstract like the way they're showing the previews, all those people in the house and all that, and they're coming to see me. Like, if you see that, hit me and let me know what that's like. Well, when I see it, when I come home, I'm going to um, 
do a review on my um, YouTube channel, but I don't put spoilers in my reviews. I just give you okay. my general, um, whatchamacallit. So I, when I make it, I just... Are you um, going Friday? Yeah, I'm going Friday. I'm off on Friday. So I get to see the movies during the day while everybody at work. I, That's <laughs> I don't have to worry about everybody acting stupid in the movie day. I can watch it in peace. Mm-hmm. No, when you post that, link me to it. I'm definitely, uh, definitely interested in how that turns out. All right, I will. All right, fellas. All right, Willis. Good stuff, man. Uh, So I have this uh, comment on Sci-Fi's Facebook page that's, I mean, for me, blowing up, you know, with a bunch of likes. What are we up to? Oh, 19 likes. Um, And it's about... It's about... um, so the article is Find out Hydra Cap's fate in Secret Empire Omega It's a preview And um, So typical Like you had all these You know anti-Marvel folks in there That are But not anti-Marvel in that they like DC Or they you know it's just You know social justice Politics and blah 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 And you know like The, the typical shit people are uh, Mad about Marvel the last few years Like why wait I, th- I I put it I thought about it in this Context like Like Law and order and You know all kinds of genres Get to do ripped from the headline Stuff but when it's like a serial killer Or a child rapist that's when it's okay But it like if it's about like Like Cop shoots an unarmed black guy in the back while he's running away. That's like a step too far social justice stuff. <laughs> like Law and Order is a 20 year series about justice. Like, why is that like different than. <laughs> but, um, so my comment was quote, I didn't and I, I didn't and I won't read the story, but let me tell you why I hate it and you're a cuck. Unquote. And I assigned it dickheads on the internet. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple guys. Uh, one guy said, blow yourself, cuck. <laughs> wow. I said, if I could blow myself, you think I'd be laughing at a bunch of fucking right-wing snowflakes that are overly sensitive about a fictional comic character on Facebook? Fuck no. I'd be deep down my own throat. Kidding? Wow. It wouldn't be here. Wow. <laughs> I mean, way to go about it. Keep it real. <laughs> yeah, Street Profits uh, versus the Ely Brothers. Blackest tag oh. match in WWE history. I understand why they keep setting the Ely Brothers up like this, man. I really don't. They're the biggest <laughs> jobbers ever. Like, they must they not are. be good. Like, like every time I try to convince myself, uh oh, here we go, this the this the week. Nah, no, no, mm-hmm. no. Oh, these are the old school uh Yo, their fucking double clothesline attempts are horrible. <laughs> Look at this guy. Why is he so flamboyant? Oh, unlike Benjamin and Haas, they both do it. They uh you know Charlie Hoskin that. had no hops? He was I mean, all quads, no calves. He can leave. 
you can leapfrog over. Yeah, that's like me. I could squat 275 in height when I was 16, but I couldn't uh, dunk it bad. It's like when, when she said you had a calf like a stack of dimes, I was like, squat yeah. is all in the in the quads. I could squat my mm-hmm. ass off. My quads were fucking cut like a motherfucker in high school. But I couldn't dunk the shit. Way. Couldn't jump. Yeah. I could just do high jump, but I couldn't dunk. I remember the first time I dunked a ball, a volleyball. Ran all the way across the whole the the whole length of the the whole length of the basketball court. Not one dribble and dunked. I think that was the one and only <laughs> time. Get all your energy up. I ever dunked. Or the oh, volleyball, because I couldn't. Yeah, because I couldn't grip a damn. Could get the basketball up there. Yeah. Wasn't happening. So anyway, uh, back to the regularly scheduled program here. Um, I assume this is Craig. See the uh, Skype or International. Uh, you hear beep. That's you. Who's this? What's what happening? Yes, Craig. What's going on? Yeah, what up, Craig? Craig, what's the deal, man? How do you feel about women today, man? I love women. Although, if okay, I could good today? myself... You know, I might be a lot oh, better. Oh, shit. You know, hold up, hold up, hold up. Sorry, 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 sorry. So, I'm I'm sorry to ruin y'all banter. But after the Street Profits win, people holding up their cell phones, and I don't understand, they have a Red Cup app on yep. their cell phones because they ban the Red Cups yeah. because I guess they're trying to sell their own. You know, yeah. like, well, if you want to hold up a cup, buy one, you know, buy one of ours. So people, oh, somebody managed to get a cup through. But people got a red yeah. cup app, and they're holding yep. up their phones like the fucking. Oh, and it, it's in the red cups, like on Snapchat, like it does a, a red cup filter. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, maybe because they all do look similar. Okay, makes sense. So it's just yeah, their screens are yeah filled up with a red cup in the back in the background. So anyway, Craig, what were you saying about women? You love women. I love women. Yes, they're great. I got mad about the whole the way that you know how much I you know where I lean as far as politically I I go, and I'm not a Ted Cruz fan at all. But the way they were like, oh, he's uh, he's likes porn. Like a lot of people like porn. Wait, 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 oh, wait. Craig, but Craig, I know what it is? But Craig, be fair. Craig, this is why no, I know what you're saying. You're saying he's no, hypocritical, no, 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 no. You, and I understand that. Right. Like, what? he tried to introduce legislation to ban fucking dildos. Yeah. Right. No, Craig, he literally said, and let me see if I can find the exact quote, because I think I tweeted it no, out. I, but yeah. basically, he was like, like, he, he professed the evils of doing it, how it was equivalent to, like, like, again, there's nothing wrong with liking porn. There's something wrong with trying no, to no. ban it from everybody but you. I understand, but you're, but you're, but the main argument is that he's hypocritical. That's the that's the argument why everybody hates him. Well, he's I mean, hypocritical and has power to 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 implement legislation. He's not just some scumbag on Facebook talking about talking about things. You tried to literally take this thing away from us, and and you're a proponent of it. And now your conversation is what two pe- what two adults do in private should be their business. Like that's. That's the problem. Like, our problem with Ted Cruz uh, yeah. is that 
Ted Cruz is a word. Craig, this I'm I'm you got to be careful with me. I'm angling for a spot on Wade's show one of these weeks, so I've made it a point oh, not geez. to say any bad words today. So oh, Ted Cruz <laughs> has yeah, Ted Cruz has um yeah. I, again, this is a guy who let a man say his wife was horrible things in public and still rocked with him to get a job, which I would never do um, because, you know, I have Did calls pre-election like, this is Ted Cruz, and I'd like you to vote for Donald Trump. He's going to do, you know, that fuckface shit. Yeah. On camera, so we can see how much of a scumbag weakling he is. He killed JFK. He said your daddy killed JFK. He was the second most disgusting person in that entire group of Republicans that ran. Yeah, but no, it, it, uh, my it, argument is against the hypocriticalness. It's like everyone's hypocritical to some extent. Agree. Yeah. I don't have the power Inclu- to make my hypocrisy you know, take anything him. from you, though. That's the thing. Like right. you're not wrong in what and you're I'll, saying, I'll, but that's the thing. I'll admit my Go hypocrisy ahead. too, and a lot of people like to call me out on it because of you know I'm a Christian guy, and like a lot of people are like. Oh, he he likes Jesus, but he says fuck. So you know he's a scumbag, or what? You know he's hypocritical. And I'm like, what? You know, you don't see the levels of that hypocrisy, though. You don't see the levels, the difference in your personal hypocrisy of saying fuck and being a Jesus guy, and Ted Cruz trying to ban dildos while also wanking at the incest porn. My favorite kind of porn. He's like bringing a bad name to like incest (laughs) porn, and I'm not afraid to. Or embarrassed to say that. No, I mean, I mean, it was like, you know how fast, like, how bad it was that I saw, like, the screenshot? I was like, oh, Corey Chase. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, Corey Chase, fucking Pornhub searches went up a hundredfold today. Because I certainly did my own search. If she didn't get the bag, if she's not making all the money right now, that's on her. Because. Right. Right now, they are shooting a Corey Chase, Ted Cruz scene, like, oh, you it's know, called, with the it's called Cruise Control. It's called Cruise Control. <laughs> it's called Chase Cruise. Like, I've already yeah. written the, yeah, right? I've written the, uh, the, the script. It's four lines. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, like, if you're not winning off that, what are you doing? But again, yeah, Craig, like, it's, we all yeah. do things that are hypocritical in life. We don't all have the power to make our hypocrisy take things away from other people's lives. And that is the true. problem with him being a hypocrite is the problem with your priest being a hypocrite and telling you about having impure thoughts and then getting caught with your little brother. Like, okay, but I, but here, here's this, though. A lot, of, a lot, a lot of you people that are very anti-incest, we're all into that Game of Thrones shit. I'm just saying. Well, I yeah yeah, yeah yeah imagine yeah, that somebody being into something that's fantasy happening on TV. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, regardless of the Level. fact, back, back to the original point. I love women. Let's talk more about incest. <laughs> they oh, did a they did a really good uh they did a really good um you know the nickel package the new podcast on ESPN. Had uh, it's Minority Thursday as Mina Kimes and uh, Dominique Foxworth. They their first episode like went into that whole like incest and then incest in the 800s 
and then you know all this you know all the stuff it, it was really funny you guys check it out they've only had two episodes so far but minorities he's good he's really good on it I, I like Foxworth yeah. a lot yeah, I love Fox I love I love the morning said, roast. When when Fox says he talks about how uh I think jewelry came up. They might have been talking about it was before Julio Jones lost his earring. But he was like, No. The thing that I learned most about being in the league was that I didn't have to spend money for it to appear that I had money. Like I was never rich, but he basically said I was around guys who were spending like $100,000 on earrings. Somebody asked him, I think it was Bamani, he was like, Fox, did you spend a bunch of earrings? He was like, no. I went and got the little $20 earrings from Claire's because I'm rich. Everybody thinks they're real earrings. I was like, you're so smart. <laughs> this guy gets it. This guy gets it. Right. Just like when I was when I was 19 and in college and had the nickel-sized fucking uh, diamonds, and I'm on the fucking subway, everybody knew they weren't real diamonds. <laughs> like, yeah. it's the same, just the inverse. Totally. Do, so do rich people not take the subway? Like, what's the... What's I mean, the not with wearing fucking $1,000 fucking earrings, so I hope not. people take the subway or eat at subway. No, I don't know what a subway is. <laughs> I was in New York, and I'm, like, wondering, like, where, like, is there a... Uh, I don't like, know. Rich people would, in New York, would a, right? Would a wrestler... Yeah. No, I'm saying, like, where would, would a, like a, a wrestler go to, or, you know, one of the one of the producers or whatever go for uh, SummerSlam, would they be on the subway going to the Barclays Center? Or well, do they, they just get a because they would get recognized. So that's not... But if you're just some fucking hedge fund guy, was, you didn't take the sub from fucking Wall Street to... Queens to you know do whatever you know it's no big deal. I was that was one of the things that me and Miz were talking about when we were riding the subway. We're like, I wonder if like rich people are you know relatively rich people. Yeah, like absolutely, especially in places like New York where you're not going to drive everywhere. It's because you're rich and got an apartment in the Lower East Side or Upper East or whichever one's like the swanky one, you know, overlooking the damn Central Park. Tell me you want to, you know, drive your fucking expensive car all over and be stuck in traffic and New York traffic at that. So we maybe got a not cab, at two in the like morning. Three, you're not, you know, doing that. But yeah, we got a cab like three times when we were there because we were drunk and we didn't trust ourselves to get to the right place. So anyway, you didn't Uber or rideshare um, somehow. No, they had like cab stands, and I, you know, we like I said, we were drunk, so we didn't want to have to, you know, go on the app and all that stuff and try to, you know, figure all that out. And so we just went out and got a cab. The one, the one though, we, we went to the cab stand, and he, there was this guy, he just was like, hey, uh, and I, we told him where we needed to go, and then we just got into his car. It wasn't a cab, so. I don't know. We could have gone to, you know, Pennsylvania, and he could have killed us. But we didn't know any better. We were drunk, so. But it was cheap. I don't know if he was supposed to be in Uber or what. But he was out at the cab stand place. Yeah, I I'm fearless. Uh, Speaking of fearless, Pete Dunn is so cool. Jeez, but keep going. No, he is not. So cool. Not those little pussies. Just a, just a grown up. He's just a big brat. I love it. 
love that jacket. I love the Daniel Bryan colors. Like, put put your belt in your mouth. Wear the mouthpiece. Bad haircut. I love it. He's great. I like the belt in the mouth thing, but that little thing he does with his cheeks can kiss my ass. I mean, I just guys sneer. Lip. Yeah. His face, dog. What are you supposed to do? He's a British Elvis. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Uh, speaking of fearless, the um, was the frog splash on Vince perhaps foreshadowing something with the Hell in a Cell? Because oh. Shane usually dives off the top of stuff, and he, you know, or dives across the ring. You know, he does all these crazy things. Like, he took that that um, suplex to the glass that was a while ago is there any chance that Owens is the one that does the hell in the cell bullfrog splash and Shane actually takes it hopefully and that's the finish because Undertaker rolled out of the way of Shane's but if Shane takes it and I think he could and would I think that'd be a neat neat way to go with that match Yeah. Owens has showed, uh, what was that one match he was in? It was some kind of big, uh... When somebody put him through that ladder from a jump? He went through, mm-hmm. like, all the ladders in that match. Like, that's what he did for mm-hmm. that entire match. He went through a damn yep. ladder. He went through a table. He probably went through a chair. It was ridiculous. He just took giant bumps through things that entire match. <laughs> So he's not. That my was, point is, that he, was the one where Sammy, Sammy did that to him, didn't he? I don't know. It was a multiple. I thought it was a multiple. It he got like folded multiple. up by somebody. Yeah. yeah. And how great was that when he said first thing, Sammy Zayn is fired. <laughs> he's so petty. <laughs> then he went to all Ready, other things. But nope, that, that first thing I'm doing is firing this one asshole. I can't stand. Like, damn. He's like, oh, then I'm gonna need. He's talking to the guy backstage. He's like, I'm gonna need entrance music for the show, and new entrance music for me. So that literally was just like a one, barely two show storyline, right? Because they didn't specifically and expressly say it, but the match is instead of the lawsuit, right? Like it seems like they're just mm-hmm. dismissing that whole lawsuit yep. stuff. That that just was something just to get Vince to show up. And and now it's not even something that they're going to really pursue. Right? And like, tell everybody I, how rich he is. Right. Like, that, there's no way they go really through don't with, like, some kind of real lawsuit stretched out storyline. Like, no. Oh, that was just a way to get to this match and make make that match make sense. Or, you know, at least psychologically. Like, oh, it's too big, a big, you know. Because we're thinking, and I bet you, again, if they start selling it this way and they never expressly said it, that'll tell you all you need to know, how they just want to hand wave through it. Like, Vince is having, we're having this match instead of a lawsuit or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just have to keep watching. But we haven't, haven't talked uh, specifically about about the angle, about that, uh, about that promo. confrontation with with uh, with, yeah. with Vince I mean, and, uh, let me just say this about it, and you can take it whichever yeah. direction you want to go. 
the funniest thing to me was like that Vince thought that him saying that Kevin Owens suing him was a waste of time because he has too much money and Kevin Owens would go broke trying to sue him and thinking that was supposed to get a positive reaction from the crowd was just one of the most tone-deaf things I've seen him do. The fact that it didn't like, get absolute booze from the crowd shows that people are fucking idiots. And, I mean, they're also in <laughs> I should have been like, oh, so like, no, 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 no. You don't go, fl- I mean, we all get that, and that's how corporations work. Yeah. Go ahead and try to fucking be a farmer that's, yeah. you know, trying to, uh, uh, got a rightful claim against Monsanto or Syngenta or something and try to take them to court. Yeah, you'll go yeah. broke. So we understand that as a society that, yeah, yeah corporations and government kind of, you know, when they want to, they they run things and they write all the laws and shit, and we really don't have any, for real, for real, when we're going against them, any, any uh, whatever. Um, but we're not going to accept that when they come out and just throw it in their face that they have that kind of power over us. Like, we'll innately, we'll kind of no. just know inside but how dare you say that and verbalize that and have it on tape, followed by or preceded by, I'm a I'm a billionaire, and you know I mean he, I mean the line was it was clear, I'm super rich. Even if you have a case, it won't get to court for maybe ten years because I got the influence and the money to keep something like that out of court. And when it finally does. You'll be, you'll take whatever we give you. I, your tone deaf is a is a light way of putting it. Yeah. Did you guys hear the Wade uh, podcast from last night? From uh, where they had the live guys call in and stuff like that. No. They Brian. were saying, it, in fairness to the crowd not being louder with the booze, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, you motherfucker. But you know, in fairness to the crowd, there was there was only like five to six thousand people there. They had like two thirds of the stadium blocked, or the arena blocked off, or tarped off, because the attendance was so bad. Yeah, I did see that. He said it was like one guy said it was like six thousand. Another guy said it was like four thousand. Half the spot was tarped yep. off. Like, yeah, said it was not looking hot. And it, again, like Vegas is that town that like. You know, they said they have they have a bunch of arenas, so there's something going on there every night. Like right. it's a, a Tuesday in Vegas. One um, of the reasons they don't have seven o'clock and eight. Yes, it's early. Like because it's seven o'clock show, so that means you had the what the show was five o'clock. It probably actually yep. started at four o'clock. It's seven o'clock here, so yeah, it probably started at like four or five o'clock, or started at four o'clock. Like you gotta. Get your kids out of school early and get off work. I dealt with Vegas traffic once on a dumb loop, and I felt like it took me 45 minutes to get three miles. Like, it's just not a good idea for that particular, like, period of time. You ain't going to get up for anything, even if it's cheers or booze. Like, they just were, oh, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, still not a good look. But, for uh, That's just, yeah, it's terrible. To the May Young Classic, the I really liked that poll. It was really hard to decide which mm-hmm. which one was uh, the best. 
I wanted to vote for the May Young Classic because it was the most emotional one. Like yeah. the, the the Tony Storm and Piper Nevin at the end of that match when they just like hugged and were crying and shit. And also sure. there was like this binge factor that CWC didn't have. UK had that like two day sugar rush, but it wasn't like a, you know, 32 person. It was, I think UK was like 16 people. Yeah. Yeah. You can't but, five rounds. I agree with you, Trev, that CWC was exciting mostly because it was the first. And so I voted for CWC. Yeah, I mean, that. I think being the first added to why someone, you know, a year from now, a year later with two more tournaments that they've seen would say that's the best because it was exciting because it was first. But also, yeah, for me, yeah, I didn't, yeah, and I've said it, I didn't like the uh, the binge aspect. I didn't like, I, I liked the CWC, the Cruiserweight Classic. I liked everybody being in sync. I liked everybody being, you know, we could come uh, oh shit! Well, they came on after NXT, so we would have to talk about the one from a whole week ago. But still, everybody on whether it was Twitter or social media, wherever you know, group check text and shit, like you, uh, you were just on the same page. Not no, don't talk about that. I'm only up to episode three. Like fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wade, Wade, and them weren't even talking about it last night on the on the, on the live show. They were they were like, we don't want to spoilers. And I'm like, right. come on, man! It's just it's a final. Spoiler my ass. You know, it's not like 205 Live. Just spoil it. If you didn't watch it, don't download a podcast. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah, like right, like go watch. Yeah, why aren't you watching that show now? So yeah, I don't think Wade would say that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the uh, East Coast cast. You're allowed to. Oh, get him done. Get him done. Put that boy away. Yo, I'm hey. glad I just saw that move because it reminded me what the fuck happened to Tazawa's German suplexes? The sudden snap German suplexes him, he used to do. Brock told him well, to do that anymore. What happened to Tazawa, period? Where has he been the last couple weeks? Uh, yeah, I don't know. On on Instagram, on Titus IG, doing the same. I love Wolfgang, man. I like Wolfgang a lot too. I think he's really talented, and he moves great for his size. All right, of all the all three tournaments, which one? is going to produce the best, the biggest stars over the next 10 years? Um, Not the Cruiserweight Classic, number one. Yeah, because wait, wait. I'm going to get I'm a say Zach Sabre Jr. or Kota Ibushi. Um, probably, when you say biggest stars, Craig, I need more criteria, man. Like, most likely to headline a WrestleMania? Uh, no, 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 no. Make, make the most, most likely, money. The, most likely the headline of make Monday Night money? Raw. Yeah, make the most yeah, money. Yeah, make the most money. Headline Raw. Like, because <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but, you know, thinking how WWE works. Um, uh, yeah, I said 10 years, dude. 10 years. True. I um, think but this is man's, like, sheer 70, numbers so, of it. Yeah, no. I think the, the women, just because there were so many of them that 
that are compelling, that Uh-oh. are good. And that are different. So out of 32 women, like 12 of them were absolutely, I thought, TV-ready to some extent, whether NXT or right to the main roster. Okay, Pete Dunn. Uh-oh. Pete Dunn got jumped by uh, oh, shit. Era. And Wolfgang is not with the... Not with the bull. We got him surrounded. Hold up, hold up. I'm a little behind. Okay. Oh, uh, but yeah, I'm no. I, I mean, I'm I right with automatically Travis. rule out the cruiserweight classic because just those guys are not in unless WWE's mindset changes. Like those guys can just make so much money outside of WWE without having to be in a system that's going to hurt them in the long run. Um, and I mean, I don't think the UK tournament has the body, because I really just see Dunn, Bait, and Wolfgang, so oh, Pete Dunn is such a slime ball. <laughs> he's so good. Oh, he's going oh, he to come back for his belt, though. He's such a slime ball, yeah. Um, so, no, I, I, you know what, I agree with you guys. I think it's the women, because they're going to sign the most women out of that group, so by numbers, they have the most potential to be I knew it. Wow. Yeah, they have most potential to be, be on Raw. So, yeah. Wow. Pete Dunn is such a scumbag. I love it. That was great. I can't front. You were you guys were flipping out. The the caveat I want to put in, I didn't say who would be who would produce the biggest stars in WWE over the next ten years. Oh, okay. You know so, damn well that's what we were thinking. So. I know that's why I was trying to get in, but you guys were rolling, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah, I'm still gonna say the women, even with that added. I think I think it's the women too, because I think I think when you start to do the math, yeah, they have the most potential to be up there on the main roster number one. Um, again, I don't see that many guys from the UK tournament. I know how Vince. Because I, you know, I, I, I have to believe Vince is never going to die. Um, so <laughs> I don't believe he's going to push a European wrestler as his main eventer because it's like Cesaro was his the size that he likes, the strength that he likes, everything, but his his accent. He speaks perfect English, and that's the reason he didn't get the push. So I have no reason to believe a Tyler Bader or Pete Dunne is going to get that. And again, the cruiserweight guys like they're they're pigeonholed. You know, especially guys who were in that tournament. The guy who won the tournament is the most boring guy in the division. You know, so, I mean, I think Kendrick's peaked. Um, you know, Kota Ibushi is not coming. He's going to get money doing wrestling in Japan and then doing those weird indie, almost porn in an apartment building wrestling, which is strange. What? Um, Shoot me no, a link. Somebody, somebody <laughs> listening to this, like, Rich, call it Rich because he has the link to him like doing the weird apartment building raid wrestling that was kind of weird sex stuff. Like yeah, you don't have that. I got a new. And, I got uh, a new favorite subgenre. Wow, wow. Um, and then you know they didn't have the bodies there, so yeah, I, I think I do think the women are the answer because there's going to be more of them that are actually in the WWE system because they're not so committed to their indie bookings as far as what they're getting pay-wise to where they And I think there's more space for them 
there's certainly more room for those both those rosters to grow. All three yeah. of those rosters to grow. Can't even just say Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you, took, completely. if you added three women right now to each roster from the, you know, I said 12 of them are cruiserweight, cruiserweight, are TV ready. And <laughs> if you were to like, all right, well, out of those 12 you think are TV ready, take nine and divvy them up three, three, three. Yeah, those right. Yeah, I, I, it would be a little bit, you know, all at once. You know, you never really like to put a bunch of people on at one time and kind of get lost in, in each other's sauce, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys go. I know you got callers. Thank you for taking the call. Uh, it's uh, sincerely yeah. the highlight of my day today. I've been fighting with people on Twitter and they're assholes. Um, well, Craig, I'm glad you get to fight with people on Twitter and not have to worry about uh, the real life stuff like employment. So I'm glad this is your biggest issue today. Oh no, that that also came in today. I got to sign a form tomorrow that allows me to come back to work, and then they're going to put me back on the schedule two weeks from now. So that's great. But at least I got two weeks yeah. of back pay. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I just yeah. All right. I'm glad you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. I mean, we can really go fight people on Twitter. Like that's. That's you'd be amazing how different a Twitter conversation goes when you're like, "Look, um, I understand we're arguing, but I'll really pull up on you." And then the tone <laughs> tends to change a little bit. So you know, you should try that every now and again. Like, no, especially yeah. when like it's somebody who doesn't realize you're in the same city. That's always fun. It's like no, because I'm, oh. I'm, you know, I'm a couple of miles from you. We can we can link. My problem is I know these people, and. They are oh. the reason that I went to the hospital in, in April for depression, you know. So oh. I just don't want to have to deal with That's why I deleted Facebook. Like, I, I don't want it to follow me over here to Twitter. But these I mean, people are so like you don't, you're, not a, you're not a blocker? You don't block people? I have a hard time blocking people. But anyway, you I can, don't want to get I, into that. I have um, muted people and just went about my life. Muting is fun because then they don't, they don't even know you don't know they're there. It's great. Yeah. I, I think it's counterproductive to what I'm actually trying to do, which is like help people. And I, I think, I you know, that. the more, the more myopic your opinion is and the more you only get to see the opinions of the people that agree with you, it, it mm-hmm. really limits your, you know, uh, view on life. Anyway, I uh, love you guys. And also uh, Vince books, two Oh five live. I can't remember who said it. It was either Wade or uh, a Mike Johnson from PW insider. And if you haven't seen two Oh five live yet, watch it. Cause it was hilarious. And thank yeah, you. I saw it. Have a good one. We'll do that. Cool, man. Craig, you take care, man. I'm trying to remember what the hilarious part. Uh, there was the thing with the best. Oh, well, Drew Gulak did his, PowerPoint presentation. Um, yeah, there was just some match. I don't remember. I don't know. Was Enzo on there? And then Gallagher turned heel, apparently. I didn't like that at all. But That sucks. But whatever. All right, let's uh, move on. Let's, uh, quick, let's get to... Uh, uh, 
go to, I think, uh, where are you, Mark? Ontario? I, I always forget. What's happening? What up? Hey, Travis, this is Mark from Ontario. Thank you for taking my Ontario, call. Ontario, yeah. yeah. I'm What's just, happening? I'm just, uh, yeah, I hope you guys are well. I'll be really quick. I'm composing an email for you and Rich for later. Uh, but oh, cool. I just, I, I put my hand up uh, in listening to Craig and uh, and your comments about uh, the binge watching aspect of the women's tournament, and I'm curious if uh, your opinion would be swayed if they dropped uh, the binge watching episodes on like a Thursday instead of earlier in the week. Uh, I think they dropped them on Tuesday, or maybe it was Monday. Well, they drop them either way. It's really... usually like Monday at midnight or whatever. Monday yeah. at five in the morning. So. Yeah. So, in terms of the binge watching, would your opinion change if it was later in the week? Uh, I don't know because I didn't. I never watched any, either of the drops, the first or second. I, I I waited until later to watch anyway. Usually, mm-hmm. like the first round, I waited until. Wednesday morning, woke up most of round one and then finished round one Thursday morning and then wrote my article, and it was up Thursday night. Uh, same thing, I guess, with round two and three and four. However, I just – because they were no same amount of episodes, four. So, yeah, same thing, two Wednesday. So, no, I, I don't think so. It's just the – it was the appointment TV that the Cruiserweight – Classic had every Wednesday after NXT, like that first episode of NXT uh, uh, of that when NXT went off, and then just you know unfiltered with Renee Young or something came on afterwards, uh, you know nine or eight or whatever. It was just like, oh right, no cruiserweight classic. You know, I got so used to it over the ten weeks that it, that it aired, so that that had a lot to do with it. Just it mostly is the fact that people weren't in sync. And I think that added more excitement to the tournament. Mm. You know. Yeah. Not. And I think. Oh, you know, there's a small group of people that are 5 o'clock in the morning. As soon as it gets dropped, they they do it with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and all the Marvel and Game of Cards or, you know, House of Cards and all that kind of stuff. Game of Cards. (laughs) You know. Um and it's, they murdered that shit in the first, you know, 13 hours or however many episodes it is. You know, they just destroy it, and then everybody else is there trying to catch up, and they're like, but you know, and they want to talk about it, of course. But so I just – it's different with TV shows and episodic sitcoms and dramas. That's fine. But with – like sports isn't – that's the that's the one thing that's supposed to be like why TV in its current state has stuck around. It hasn't completely gone away, mm. right? Like, yeah, because live sports people people want to make sure they get their local local. Uh, when I cut the cord in 2012 or 2013, 2012, that was the issue. Like, damn, yo, miss. Watching Phillies games, you know, just really easily. Now I got to find some shoddy stream just to watch the damn Phils. So 
that sucks. And that's again, but that stuff that's getting easier and easier to to bypass. You know, MLB Network, and you know, if you want that, and soon it'll be you know the Phillies or whoever your local team will offer on an app local games. Shit, if you're a yeah, Braves fan, I'm be. sure you can, you know, TBS app, you can probably watch all the Braves home games or, you know. But, yeah, so that's just kind of my thing. It's not when it comes out in, during the week. It's just that it's that is dumped, period. Yeah, I think, I, it, I mean, they seem, I, it, it seems that they're doing some kind of experiment uh, in terms of these these types of things, you know, they had the episodic thing and then they dumped it like Netflix. Um, I think there's a balance in between where, you know, instead of dumping four episodes, they only dump two and they dump it later in the week. Cause really, I mean, if they dumped it at like on the Monday or the Tuesday, you know, that's a lot of wrestling early in the week and, you know, yeah. people only have so much time and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to avoid, uh, spoilers so if they were to do this again i would hope that they would do it later on non uh televised um nights i guess is my my thinking yeah like a weekend dump like a thursday dump Ah. yeah right 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 no totally that that makes a lot of sense especially considering that you know coming off of coming off a pay-per-view even the weekend's Mm-hmm. Let alone a takeover and pay, you know pay, big pay per view weekend, and then Monday, then Raw, then SmackDown, then NXT. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Friday jump would be uh, probably ideal. Who's that in the front row to Mae Young with The Rock's mom and some Angela Webby chick? Was that Rock's daughter? He doesn't have a daughter that old, does he? Yeah. A kid that old. His daughter's like sixteen, seventeen, dog. And she's like that's, like a, that's like what a they mom, so. With uh, all that forehead. Yeah, that's what they announced. I've never seen her before, but that's what they uh that's what the commentary said. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So cool. Anything cool. else for us, Mark? Uh I I'm I'm sure you already talked about the uh the finals of the women's classic and did Yeah, you? that was actually one of the one of the first things we one of the him. first things. All right. So I'll, I'll listen back and uh, I'll let you get to another caller. Have a great night. All right. Cool. Appreciate it, man. We will look forward Thanks. to your email. Yeah. Thanks again. Yep. All right. Let's hit. Take care, uh, let's hit uh, to Georgia and uh, talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? Oh, no. What's going on, Trav? What's going on, Cam? What's the deal, man? Not much, man. Not too much, man. Enjoying the conversation I'm hearing from you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Ah, so, I wanted to ask you guys, man, from all the just hearing what y'all have to say, do y'all not like the shoot-style promos that you got on Monday Night Raw, the, the two different ones? I'm not a fan, man. No. I'm really not. Yeah. 
because I, I I just don't think it advances because like Darrell, you wouldn't let anybody talk to you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you definitely wouldn't let. In the context, like John Cena got all up in. I looked up and he was like, you know, Breezango, Bree, uh, uh, uh Fandango did the exaggerated version last night <laughs> on 205. Oh, that's probably what Craig was talking about. Hell yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah. He did the exaggerated version. Got all up in. And Gulak's face and rubbed his nose all on him, and you know, and he remember his his creeper gimmick, so he's perfect for that. And all of a sudden, Cena's just nose to nose with this man. It's like, fam, just you don't have to be overly aggressive. You just slowly stick your arm out and push him away and back him up a foot, and that'll make all the point you need. Like, no, 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 you're not just gonna be in my face. I think it's a total wash in the overall scheme. I guess they were thinking they were doing something like Cena versus Rock. But the difference between that is it didn't seem like everything was booked out to be swayed one person way when Cena versus Rock went at it. That would made it more entertaining because you didn't hear about nobody complaining about who got the last word or stuff like that. And to me, that's the story that people are downplaying when the whole thing, when you look at it as a whole and why is it bad for Roman, because the only time he was supposed to look nice is when he was scripted to have the last word last week. And to be honest, that makes it look bad, because when Cena killed Rock with the stuff written on his wrist, he didn't have the last word, the Rock did. And then he made him look all flustered. So he won that that little promo battle, and then each one was more ex, uh, expected. The weeks that came along with it, that it drew on uh, ratings. I, I was going back and looking at the ratings and comparing them, and each week, all the way to like three weeks after the WrestleMania, it was um the ratings was bigger and bigger. Even the third hour was getting more ratings than the first two hours. So. I don't know if they were trying to redo that, but it really shows some flaws and weaknesses. And well, it's not hurt Cena, but it's kind of hurting Roman in the long run. But I don't think people are paying attention to that, that you got a script for this guy to be seen as strong when you, it, shouldn't seem, it shouldn't be played out that way. It shouldn't be so obvious. Then what they did with Enzo was even, even worse. Yeah, For sure, that was that was, that was somehow they made worse. it worse, <laughs> but it was worse. Way more personal, uh, like personal, per- like personal Cena and Reigns. That's like personal job stuff. This is like your personality, personal. <laughs> that's why I don't nobody like you. Like, and that's how they've been booking him for the longest. Remember when he came out and he was walking around the hallways nude and, and stuff like that, and they've been doing him like this for a while. And for him to still be over as he is, that's a testament to him and who he is as a, a character. But um, the line with um, you need to be asking who's the baby's daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like the whole con man with a couple catchphrases, like struck me like 
you know, it's like when a, it's like when a, a, a couple fights, or and they go, or or break up, and she talking about how bad his shot was, and he talking about how much of a slut she is. Like, you know, y'all, you, you chose her, right? <laughs> like you're just a comment with a couple of catchphrases. Yes, and I work for your company. So what does that say? Like, exactly. you chose me. Motherfucker, like, what are you talking about? I'm commenting with a couple of catchphrases. Like, that's, yeah, and it's working. But the comment that Enzo made that could kill everybody, even somebody like a dog Ziggler who they just need to let him go, or he need to choose to go, is that he's original. No matter how you look at it, he's original. Dolph Ziggler. Somebody like him, and that's, uh, the Miz at first. Darrell, that's why original. he's always going to have a job. I agree with you. Not to cut you off, but that's why he's always going to have a job. Because he is, what, him, I'm, I'm trying to think from that time frame, what, him, Cena, and Orton, and to a way lesser extent, Brock, are homegrown talent from more or less that long ago. And so few people can claim that. Like, Rollins and Ambrose made their bones on the indie scene before they ever stepped foot in WWE. Like, Brian, Punk, like, you name it. But, yeah, he is their first uh, long-term homegrown talent that hasn't ascended to, like, those crazy heights. So, yeah, you're right. I think he has a job as long as he wants a job and doesn't mess up. Yeah. And I've been hearing a lot of people say, like, they they used to feel bad for um, for somebody named Dolph Ziggler and stuff like that. I would never personally felt bad for him. I feel like he could get a shot, but I never felt bad for him to where I, because the stuff that he always said was always seen to be a lie because no time has he ever been known in my eyes as the best worker. I know he oversells stuff to make it look more than what it really is, and sometimes they get carried away. But I never looked at a Dolph Ziggler match and be like, okay, this is wrestling right here. Uh, this is why yeah, I Certainly not, in the, not recently. Like, not that his work has been bad at all. It's been, oh, no, I ain't never said his work is trash, but it has but, never been top five in the company yeah. or top five in the whole industry of wrestling. I, I wouldn't even put him in my top 25. I don't care what point of time, even when he was hot at WrestleMania run when he cashed in and stuff, he still wasn't top 10, <laughs> top 20. He was all right. He was middle of the road. He was um, Alex Smith or, or um, yeah, Alex Smith type of quarterback, but, you know, he wasn't no um, Peyton or hey, men like that. Hey. Hey Travis, you see you see your man throw an Alex Smith shot real quick, but Alex Smith didn't cook his team last week. Oh yeah, I threw it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't want to I didn't want to say he was on um, Kirk Cousins, but you know <laughs> I ain't want to try to throw that. Thank you, I appreciate it. Good God, <laughs> Ooh, I, I'd much rather. Like you know what's that. funny, uh, Alex. 20, uh, 2016 Alex Smith would have won that game because <laughs> he wouldn't have thrown the ball to the other team and fumbled like 2017 Kirk Cousins. My God. 
But yeah, keep going. You got it. And you know, you know, that's why I like to compare these guys to, to football players because you know, like a lot of people that come on and Monday morning quarterback, um, different stuff. Like they were talking about the Kevin Owens and uh, and um, I heard Wade and Jason talking about Kevin Owens and Vince and some of the stuff they didn't like. But it's easy to look at it as it's going on and break it down and say, well, this is wrong. But, you know, when you're in the, when you're in the heat of the moment, it's like when you're throwing a pass. So when you, you some pass, you release it, and you're like, dang, I shouldn't do it. But you got to go on with it because, you know, okay, it's going to be a pick. Let me regather myself. I should make that throw. I won't do that next time. But if it hit what you wanted it to do, like you get a lucky Tim Tebow bounce, and the Marius Thomas taking 80 yards and winning the playoff game, you cool with it. And that's what it did. It made KO look like a main event that he always been. So people who say he's not getting pushed, you really can't say that because they wouldn't let him put hands on Vince. When the only person who put hands on Vince the past five years is Roman Reigns. When he speared Vince and um, Triple H. That night, the last night he was ever over, the one and last night. So, <laughs> and what I mean by over, I'm talking about all the fans cheering him, no fans booing him. Right, yeah. right. But, you know. <laughs> Real quick, let me just interject this, it. and it's for, it's, it's for VIP, but I want to bring it up for just as uh, real quick, and I'll bring Rich will talk about it still. I didn't even think about it, but Dolph Ziggler doing that whole Warriors gimmick and then saying anybody could have done what I did, and what's her face, Dana Warrior was front row. I don't know if she was at that point, but she definitely obviously was in the building, and she might have been front row. Uh, He's like, you know, it's a little insensitive. What do you 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 think about that? But, yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. You know, the reason I mean, why they all the gimmicks they, they could have done. I mean, they didn't have to do for Nope. Another reason why they guy should be let go. Well, that right there. I mean, for real. He's not sitting there. I mean, maybe he pitched that, but come on. He's doing what he's told. Like, Oh, I know that, but I'm just saying that's the problem with him. He's doing what he's told. And then he, he, he believes that he's this good. Sometimes you got to slap yourself in the face and tell you, you know what? It might be me. I've been might been keeping up making the wrong decision. Maybe I should have changed my name years ago. So I could have swore I heard an interview where somebody said that they or it was suggested to him that he needed to change that name from the porn star type of name, but he then then the moves that he still is boring because he still he need to change his name. Um, really, acting like he can he can just go in and put in a name change application and 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 you know start that process, pay his application fee and like that don't work that way. Like why are we acting? Oh like yeah, I, I get. They I get make that. Their but own some rules. some stuff you can fight for. Some stuff they say um, Vince respects you if you fight for it or, or stuff like that. He could have. We, we don't know, but you yeah, know, he's off Ziggler. 
I mean, don't, names are only fucking weird and, and stupid, like, the first year. I mean, I didn't even think about his name being dumb anymore. And I have it for a decade, or however long he's been around. Yeah, that was one of the first things. That was one of the first things, and then, you know, he was stealing um, Mr. Ass Man moves more than anybody else. And his moves weren't exciting. Right, that's his issue. Basing him, like, doing Billy Gunn's gimmick and aspiring to be, like, the next Billy Gunn instead of Shawn Michaels or Mr. Perfect, like people, like, likened you to. Like, you wrestle like Mr. Perfect, or, in a sense, like, sell like Perfect and Michaels, but gyrate like Billy Gunn. That's not a good look. Nope. People gonna remember the gyration, not necessarily how good of a seller you are and potential, you know, good worker and all that shit. Yep. But uh, I thought it was a weakness. I thought they shouldn't have did all the shoot promos. I think the two best segments um, this week were Kevin Owens and then Braun Strowman. And when you had Braun Strowman, no sale the um, Suplex City bitch. And that was back up. And the look on mm-hmm. Rock's face, that was classic. That was a classic look. And I think that just made the match for me. If that, that match needs to go on last, and I don't care how long it is, as long as it's destruction, that's all I care about. And now I'm waiting to see what Shane is going to come back and do. Is he going to come back throwing um, those what people call pillow punches every week? Is he going to come out and do the um, bandaminator, <laughs> the Kevin Owens one week? Like how they going to push this issue since the pay-per-view is like a month away. Wait, what's your beef, Cam, with this, with this uh, inspirational – Shad Moss post. Oh, cause it's it's stupid. That's my beef with you. You want a life partner, man? Like partner in crime. He's literally describing a relationship. Like he's literally describing a relationship. Everything he said <laughs> is a Right, like I'm sitting here reading it like, oh, a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, no matter how you cut it, like like me and Durrell here have a relationship. Like, it's a yeah. caller-host telephone yeah. relationship, but it's a relationship. I can't be like, nah, I don't want relationship, phone relationships. I want partners. I want ride-and-die yeah. callers. <laughs> I don't want a sandwich. I just want some meat between two pieces of bread. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just something to eat. Uh, <laughs> why? Why is he the way he is? <laughs> I love that question. Why are you the way you are? So bad. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Darrell. Anything else before we uh, get out of here? Oh, um, just one last thing. The um, y'all poll. I picked the UK because of um, it introduced a star who was on the verge of blowing up, but once he got in that tournament. He blew up and he looked like he could be the next big heel or the next big thing. And that's um, Pete Dunn, even though I know you don't like him, Travis, but, you know, yeah, he had what he was supposed to do. 
make you not like him. But other than the cruiserweight, the two biggest stars didn't come over. And the two people who was in the finals, people probably don't even remember. And TJP and um, the other dude in the mask. I, I, his name slipped my mind that fast. Uh, Metallic, Grand Metallic. Yeah. Which I'm understanding. Everybody still remember Tyler Bates and um, Pete Dunn. And then they just had a match of the year type of match at TakeOver. So that would be number one in my eyes. And it's hard to figure out number two until you see what happened with these women within the next six months. Well, no. No. Which tournament do you like? Not which tournament outcome six months later do you like? That, that's not the question. I but anyway, that, but so somebody know. posted on Twitter, somebody was in the front row right behind the uh, – Announcers during, during and they're filming during Dolph's entrance, his Ultimate Warrior entrance, and then they pan and sitting like in front of them, a seat or two over, is Dana Warrior, f- f- uh, uh, vociferously booing, giving a thumbs, double thumbs down. And then there's people in that in that thread. That Dana Warrior? Yes. So disrespectful. Real disrespectful. So people on the thread don't seem to like it. So, yeah. So, all right. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. All right, uh, Ro, all right you guys. Tough, man. All right, man. Talk to you later. Uh, Cam, appreciate uh, your time and energy. Callers, I appreciate, appreciate y'all. And, uh, We'll be by next week, free folks. Same time. All you VIP VIP folks, uh, click over. Rich and I will have uh, have uh, VIP section up, and he's already on on a text message setting up setting up his rich fan. Not the second, the snooze. You know, already setting up. Why are you gonna fall asleep? Oh, I, I didn't read the I didn't read the Hulk book yet. My eyes are burning, something. So I'm tired in the mug. So he already setting it up. So don't. Uh, hey man, he's going to sleep because he's tired. Uh-uh. Need to get this two-hour VIP uh, <laughs> section done. <laughs> I bet you're gonna read Secret Empire Omega. Eyes ain't burning that much. Yeah, well, you know, they work when they want to work. I'm going to finish that before we uh, record because we will be talking about that. So, um, yeah, we're talking about Secret uh, Empire Omega. That's uh, that one shot. Uh, the Generations one shots. Those are really good if you're if you're uh, what's going to lead in the legacy. If you and if uh, at all interested in those. Uh, like they did one with Tony, uh, uh, Amadeus Cho and Bruce Banner. So the Hawks, they did Riri and Tony Stark. So the Irons, they got both Hawkeyes. They got uh, uh, both Thors. So there are these, like, bridges to to other things in there. 
really cool, at least on the three, two or three that I've read. So so we'll get into that. And, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk uh, Owens and Vince because he's going to call me out apparently uh, because Owens did the stupid headbutt. And, like, I don't know why I'm getting called out. I didn't do the headbutt. <laughs> I thought it was dumb. I, oh, okay, so... Yeah, like if we read tomorrow, Vince going in for surgery to relieve the fluid on his brain. <laughs> Idiot. Why would they do that? So I'm just going to talk about how dumb of an idea that that was. A million different things they could have done. That wasn't necessary. So we'll talk about all those things. So uh, so yeah. So until uh, until uh, you hear my voice again, we out of here.